Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Friday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Don't forget, you can call us, text us directly, 550-5500. The phones are forwarded here on this beautiful Friday afternoon. And uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Boy, I've never seen more watching of our TV products and I can literally track all of that stuff down. Uh, it, it's amazing. It's just real-time stats. It's all right there. Uh, we're also uh, uh, can be found on our apps for rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. And you can Spotify, Stitcher, us, uh, what SoundCloud us, uh, get all the podcasts and everything. I'm going to start first. Uh, we will get with Dowd Muska. I, I promised him. He's got his new dot chat piece. Uh, we're going to get to Alex Berenson and Clay, uh, as he refers to Clay and Buck. was right. Had a different uh, K and Buck. K and Buck. I think it's a lot. Uh, but, but before anything, Eddie, yes. I have a just very quick message. Twenty seconds for mm-hmm. New Mexico's layabouts. New Mexico layabouts. Winter is coming. One month from the, today, the extra unemployment benefit runs out. September sixth, yes, twenty twenty one. Layabouts. Right layabouts. You have been warned. You have one month. One month to try to go back and do something productive with your, with your life. I'm giving you fair warning. Winter is coming. But the lockdowns are going to end up coming back. I'm going to put out a statement. I'll tell you exactly where we are. Very exciting. As you know, I'm uh, trying to get on the ballot so that I can run for mayor. Uh, Declaration of Candidacy will come on August the 24th if we're successful. Uh, I just got to tell you, thank you for stepping up the last two days. You have been absolutely stellar. Stellar is all I can say is the word for the Kiva audience, for the people who listen to us. Okay, so so let me just cut this up for you. Right? You know, you just like to cut up your kids' meat and veggies and all that, so I'm just going to kind of do that here uh, for the two other mayoral candidates who are both fighting for public money. They're literally spending money for attorneys to the tune of 300. Just listen to how insane this is. You're spending attorney money, 350 to $425 an hour, for multiple attorneys, Manny Gonzalez has hired his attorneys, and then you've got uh, Mayor Keller doing what he's doing. I believe that he has uh, his counsel doing it at about the same rate that the attorneys charge so that they can sue each other before there's ever an election, right? We're about nine, what 88 days away from the election for mayor, and they're going after each other, wasting money on attorneys to try and prove who's the liar, okay? So who's committing the fraud? Who's doing whatever they're doing, okay? This is why we're not taking one single uh, petition on all of this by paper, not making people touch anything. We're not spending a dollar, nothing. Just putting it out there for the people because they're, they're in a fight over the money that you are going to give them so that they could run their campaign that they automatically get by virtue of the fact that they got enough $5 contributions. The tune of $661,000. That's what they're looking for. Manny has made claims. Well, we don't really need it. Uh, we already have a million dollars. Like he's literally told people this. We have a million dollars already earmarked. If you had a million dollars, you would have abandoned the public financing and you would have taken the million dollars. Okay. Trust me. Uh, some certain commercials are already going out. Okay. 
So that's there on that side. On the other side, you've got Tim Keller. I mean, and it's tit for tat, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That doesn't make Albuquerque better. We're in the midst of now 80 murders here in the city of Albuquerque, or 82, depending upon uh, the way that you you count the, the murders. So we have broken the record. We are now on the brink of another shutdown. Crime is absolutely rampant. Uh, masking and vaxxing and penalizing of businesses is probably going to end up coming back unless you stop it. And you are. You are right now by getting 1,888 signatures, ladies and gentlemen. That is you guys. All you. We are uh, one. We are 1,120. 12 signatures, 1,112 signatures away from qualifying. However, we're going to need a lot more because every single person that's hearing this and every single person who is signed on directly at the number one, abq.com, or they signed on at saveabq.com and they put me on the ballot, just received an email at 4 p.m. sharp. They got an email, went into their inbox, and I'm going to read the contents of that email because I want everybody to hear it, okay? It's going to take all hands on deck still because you know the shenanigans. If these two guys are suing each other, both Democrats, by the way, Manny Gonzalez, Democrat, Tim Keller, Democrat, looking for public money, creating a mess of the city. They don't care about anything other than power, okay? Remember, Manny Gonzalez has been in power for 10 years, Tim Keller at his current position for four years. Let me read this uh, to you. This is the email blast that has gone on. 4 p.m. We have 1,888 signatures. 100 hours left to save the city, and we are 63.3% of the way with qualified petitions. 100 hours left to get Eddie Aragon for mayor campaign on the ballot. First off, I would like to thank everyone for standing up what is right and committed to fixing our city and making it a better place. We need help. The last four days, we are more that we are two thirds of the way there to our target goal to get on the ballot of this amazing city. The next step here is absolutely vital, absolutely vital. Okay, there's there's maybe never a better opportunity to actually change something and have an impact. And you know, there's a lot of people who wait to sign these types of things. I'm not going to do it. Is he really going to make it? Am I just signing something to sign it? I don't want to do it. Well, now. I was literally talking to uh, Lonnie Talbert. He says, well, I'll sign it, but I want to be the 3,000th person to do it. He said, I'll go out, I'll put it. I'm like, oh, okay, Lonnie. I asked you to run for mayor and all. I said, I want to be, I'm going to put my name on it. I'm going to be the 3,000th person. I've got other people, former person who ran for mayor. I feel like it's a little bit of naysaying, telling me what I should do and all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, hey, I'm open to your compliments. And immediately responds. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and push this out. City councilor who's basically saying, well, you sound like you're going to make it, uh, I don't know, like almost kind of wishful thinking when they're coming in. So remember, I thrive on that. I enjoy you telling us we can't do something. And to put things in perspective, as I will continue on in that letter in just a moment that I just sent out to um, all of the people who signed that petition, it's going to be that nexus of people who ultimately, who ultimately change what happened. And I realize those emails are going directly to the opposition immediately, okay? Because there are several people who I already know that that's identify with it, and they're going to say, oh, well, here you go, uh, campaign manager. Here you go, campaign manager. So both those campaign managers within two minutes have those emails. That's, that's war. That's the way that this whole thing goes. Let me tell you how much better this campaign for mayor is. 
They had starting April the 19th, April the uh, 17th until June the 19th, 19th to gather their petitions. They had a full 60 days. We are gathering the petitions four times faster, folks. Actually, if you really look at it on a, on a day-by-day basis, given where we're at, I have half of the petitions of Tim Keller. I have more than half of the petitions that Manny Gonzalez has, and I've done that in just 10 days with all of your help. Put that in perspective. You want to feel momentum? You want to feel a groundswell? You want to see what's really happening? Uh, While the Republican Party's all fighting with each other, upending each other, doing this, oh, we're not going to get behind Eddie Aragon. Uh, Eddie Aragon and the campaign that is wanting to change a city and fight corruption and make this place a better place to live are out there getting their butts on the streets and getting signatures. That's what's happening. There's people who literally don't care much about politics, and they're like, I just want to go ahead and make this a better place because I don't want to have to move. Bravo to each and every one of you, each and every one of you who don't care about the politics, who don't care about the BS, who just care about making the city a better place because we're great people here. We have a great city. We just have bad politicians. We have bad people who are in power and make bad decisions. They can be bought off. and they, You know, the biggest problem with, with, with that people have with me is they can't control me or tell me what to do. I'm the only true independent entity, both, I think, in politics and certainly in the media when it comes to this stuff. Now, let me continue with this letter. This is exciting. How is this not exciting? Get everybody you know. Okay? And I'm asking you, if you're listening to this, get one more person. That's all I ask. If you receive that email, one more person, that's it. Okay, say, you know what? I want to save the city. I want things to go right. Let me continue with this uh, email that went out. The next step is absolutely vital. Reach one, teach one. Let's save ABQ. You signed. Now get just one more person to sign at saveabq.com. That means just tapping your best friend, spouse, or family member and letting them know, hey, let's save this city. Please help us. Text, call, and post, and get as many people as you can to sign on. Get as many people as you can to sign on. Folks, remember, lockdowns are coming. Murders are rising. Businesses are dying. Your politicians are lying while fighting over public money. It is absolutely disgusting. Albuquerque is desperate. By this time next week, you may be left looking at two choices for mayor who have been and are in control of Albuquerque. Manny Gonzalez, the sheriff for the last 10 years, and Tim Keller for the last four years. Does anybody care about our city? I know 1,890 people who do. They're right there. They all signed up. They don't care about politics. You should have seen the compliments I got yesterday saying that I was going to change the title of the name of the mayor to city manager. People were like, that is awesome. I think that's awesome. You actually go to work and like, you know, do things and make things happen. Yes. Help save our city and the amazing people in it. We are, we're amazing people, folks. We have great people here in our city of Albuquerque. You should be proud we have some really good people, and then we have some really not-so-good people. And we, the really good people, far outnumber the really, really not-so-good people. 
So this email blast just went out. I'm asking you to go ahead and tell everybody to save ABQ or put Albuquerque first by going to the number one abq.com. That's number one abq.com. And let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Are you just tired of waiting for the next gloom and doom story to come out? Five minutes before this, this broadcast, I got a random uh, text message and I, and, and it's like, Eddie, Eddie, several businesses will be putting a statement against governor for her recommendation that she put out. We will not be, we will not be her police and we will not be shut, shut our businesses down. Okay. I don't know what, I have no idea what the statement is. But could you imagine having such a high level of crowd control that whatever is coming out of the governor's mouth, it shouldn't matter, by the way. Whatever's coming out of the mayor's mouth, that shouldn't matter, by the way. That you literally just control people and people are fearing for their lives, thinking of picking up and leaving, thinking of just doing, like you, some people in some cities don't even know the name of the mayor, name of the governor. Because they're out of the way and they're like, I don't know, I'm happy, things are good, and, you know, I do what I need to do, and, uh, you know, oh, yeah, you know, is that person who's been running that I haven't had to pay attention to for four years because things are so damn good here? He leaves me alone. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, that type of leadership? I don't know even, I can't even imagine that the people of, of Albuquerque wouldn't even recognize. They'd be like, Dowd, they'd be like, um, what do I do next? I'm waiting for directions from the governor. What do I do? Do I get up this morning? Do I put on a mask? Do I not put on a mask? Uh, let's see. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. We'll wait. I think the governor's coming on at 3 p.m. I think Tim Keller's having a I'll stay in bed till 3. 7 p.m. Okay, I'm not moving. The governor <laughs> says the governor's going to shut us down. The governor's going to do this. The mayor's going to do that. Well, who cares? Honestly, the mayor works for you. The governor works for you. When's the last time of any of those officials, city councilors, they work for you, but they really don't work for you. I mean, your city government is in total and complete shambles. They do whatever is politically expedient for them. Okay. That isn't the right thing to do. Showing leadership is educating yourself on issues, talking about those issues with constituents, getting out an educated direction that is a you know, not maybe not the popular decision, but the right one on behalf of the, 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 the city because you see things that us ordinary citizens can't see every single day. There's no rhyme or reason. We don't know what's coming ahead of us. Right now, it's turned into we better do what they tell us to do or else. Penalty, arrest, all these other things. Meanwhile, they continue to go ahead and stoke those flames. Banning things like Black Lives Matter in a community that has, uh, what, 2.4% African-Americans, are we really uh, going to amplify that? Figuring out how to build a soccer stadium when construction prices have never been so high than they are right now. Uh, is that a sweetheart deal for some? Are we going to get public money for yet another boondoggle? There's no way to pencil it out, but we know that it's going to be a fantastic opportunity to go ahead and bring the city together. Okay, well, it's, that sounds good. Why don't we just go ahead and jump on board with that? That is nothing more than a political ploy by a weak, very weak mayor and Mayor Tim Keller to go ahead and garner youth votes. That's it, right? It's like saying, hey, I'm for pot, right? I'm not. But it's like, it's exactly that. It's like, oh, yeah, let's legalize it. Let's go with it. That's going to get me 3%. And this is again, like, this is in their political calculus. Polling, which you know is false, 
Polling is propaganda. I've told you that time and time again. You don't look at the polls. You look at what is and what it, what isn't. The news cycles are changing. On the front page of, I think it was KOB Channel 4 last night. It was really interesting. What happened on Channel 4 is they immediately saw that I'm getting traction, a tremendous amount of traction. Three stories came out and talking about crime, crime, crime. And the reason why KOB Channel 4 is doing it is Chris Ramirez is bought and paid for. Bought and paid for. Just found out this in the last 24 hours. Uh, the uh, Let's see. The cozy relationship with the Susanna Martinez relation uh, uh, governorship. Are you aware of this, Dowd? Have you, have you done a deep dive uh, into that? Uh, everyone uses this thing, deep dive. It's so kind of irritating. Uh, Dowd doesn't need to do so it. You're speaking about three separate hotel and motel managers talk about crime crisis. Bingo. Stop right there. Stop uh, right there. Uh, Albuquerque Forward, a series looking at violent crime there in the metro. Yes. And a uh, victim of attempted carjacking was a uh, Bernalillo County sergeant. Boom, boom. One, okay. Two, and so what are they doing there? What's Channel 4 attempting to do? Like, they're bullying the population. You should pay attention to. This should be on the front. We're going to control the narrative. And Chris Ramirez is like, oh, yeah, we're going to jump on board with this along with. Uh, uh, you know, the KOB Channel 4 uh, uh, news crew, we're going to focus on crime all of a sudden. Distraction. As bad as crime is, not be worse. It is not a priority. No matter what he pulls, I can tell you that right now, it's returning to normal. Because people think that, you know, the crime is more symptomatic of the shutdown than it is the cause of all the problems here in the city of Albuquerque. The cause of the city, the problem is the two biggest criminals here in the state of New Mexico. The first person, she knows who she is, Michelle Lujan Grisham, biggest criminal in the state of New Mexico. Number two, Tim Keller, for keeping businesses shut down, determining what's essential and non-essential while making you cower in fear. That's a criminal act, shutting down people's businesses. We could talk about the Fourth and Fifth Amendments. We can talk about uh, 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 search and seizure. I mean... These are people who don't even recognize what I I wonder when the last time either one of those politicians slash uh, mayor and governor have ever said the word constitution. Constitution, what's that? I hear we're writing it because uh, the people who put it together, they're white and they're racist and, you know, something along those lines. Right. I, that's more or less what they're doing. They just try to go ahead and wield their power over the state of New Mexico. When is the last time you had a good politician who's working on behalf of the people? We do that every day. And come rain or shine, regardless of what happens to the outcome of this election, we're going to be here the very next day talking about the issues. And we'll try again, or we'll find somebody else who can try again on behalf of those people. So that we can, we can have a fighting chance. And Republican Party, come on, get it together. And Jeff Snyder, oh my gosh, we got the, about the worst press release you ever can. I mean, the guy literally wrote his epitaph in one letter. I'm like, wow, you really just want it. That's, that's the, that's the road you're going to take. Right. I mean, you know, literally nobody knows who that is. I just said his name on the radio, which gave him more notoriety than he's probably ever had. When I talk about him, we're like, who's he? Well, what's he doing? Well, he's going to keep the party divided and make sure that the Republican party doesn't help Eddie Aragon for mayor campaign. Marxist tactic, we talked about it yesterday. Very important. Keep people fighting. Keep people divided up. Don't let them come together. Okay? Focus on internal issues. And when we do that, what ends up happening? What ends up happening? You can't get the ship off the ground. Too much infighting. 
too much infighting. Uh, if you ever look at, uh, if you ever, and Dowd and I are from Nevada to a certain degree. We're both, uh, I'm obviously from New Mexico, but we lived in Nevada. Have you ever listened or watched or heard the story of Howard Hughes? Howard Hughes was the biggest micromanager in the history of mankind. He had to have his hand in every single thing, had to have ultimate control, was a total and complete show-off, inherited a huge amount of money from his father once he had passed away, decided to go ahead and transplant himself, create this company, and beat his chest and, and said, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, and he didn't get one plane, not one plane that was ever operational on behalf of the United States uh, military forces. And he had been contracted like two or three times and sold him and sold him and sold him, but didn't deliver one, not one. Not one from Hughes Aircraft. Could have been written in history, but because of his micromanaging and because of his absolute control and the gigantic ego, accomplished nothing. Accomplished nothing in his life. Kind of a tragic story, really. It really is. Smart guy. Yeah, and and, and turned everybody into uh, COVID shit. That's what uh, he, the curve. Really, he really was. Hopefully you can kind of follow our breeze on all of this and understand um, there isn't a quest for power. There's just a quest of change. We'd like to talk more about the positive things that are happening in this marketplace. I've talked to several people today who have signed the petition. Go to the number one abq.com, the number one abq.com. You can also go to saveabq.com. We've done this literally in a quarter of the time. We're going to get to 2000 tonight. Okay, and then uh, all bets are off. We we need volunteers. Text me directly, 505-550-5500. If you texted me yesterday, don't text me again. That you say, just put in volunteer, volunteer. Okay, I'm looking for 20 more volunteers who can go out and get 10 signatures or 25 signatures. Just say, I I just want to be associated with you guys and and just get uh, volunteers. And we want to just. Just want to say, okay, can you do that for us? I got one guy who volunteered to get 50 signatures, touchless, COVID safe, everything. I mean, it's really easy. Just go tell people and you come up with your own marketing stuff. Write the number www.saveabq.com on something and say, do this. Google Eddie Aragon. He's like, I want to learn more about who Eddie Aragon is. Why don't you Google me? Immediately, my LinkedIn page will come up. Uh, You can listen to hear about the Rock of Talk. They can watch us live directly on TV for the next three hours, or you could go ahead and uh, listen to us here on the radio. Okay. These are all the things that you can do is I'm like, who's that? Who's that? Well, there he is. He's talking the entire time. I'm really not trying to talk about myself in a third person. I'm just trying to make the uh, point right there. So I ask you right now, let's, uh, we did this yesterday, Dowd. I want to get to 1,950. It was New Mexico became a state in 1912. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there we go. I want to get to 1,912 uh, signatures by 445, and I want to get to 1,925 signatures by 5 o'clock. Okay, can we do that in the next 30 minutes? Next 30 minutes, I want to come up with uh, right around 25 signatures here to get us on the ballot. Reach one, teach one, pick up the phone, call people. We're only going to be doing this for three more days, and then you're never going to hear about it again, which is going to be a nice thing. And then who knows? We'll see where the chips fall on all of that. So uh, please do that. And, and uh, Rudy, ask everybody over at uh, Monty's uh, to do the same. Let's check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. 
All right, let's put things together, starting with the weather. I know the clouds are up there. We had a couple of cloud bursts on the north end of town. Uh, that's dissipating uh, ever so slightly in the chance of rain throughout the night. Looks like it's a really good uh, afternoon, though, in terms of uh, temperatures, 92 degrees at the Rock of Talk. All right, we've got a new accident. This is not too far away on San Mateo and Summer, which is to say if you're northbound on San Mateo. It's just before Constitution, so lots of police activity there. It's a major crash, so do uh, use uh, caution as you go through that area. Also, uh, we have a new accident on I-25. This is going to be southbound right past the Lomas. You know that big stretch between Lomas and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard where we have like seven lanes there? That's where the accident is. It's really got the attention of the northbound side, though, all the way back now, before Gibson almost to Sunport Boulevard. And in Rio Rancho, not a lot of fun on Unser. The southbound trip is tough from southern all the way to west side. And northbound under 15 miles an hour from uh, Rust Medical Center as you go up to southern. All right, we cigar shop. Eddie's right. We're going to be talking to everyone here. And you just have to come on by. We're on San Mateo just north of Comanche. Great place, too. I mean, with that uh, the humidor, you got to see all the great blends and the great prices of cigars. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo just north of Comanche. All right. We're up to date. Let's step back into the Rock of Talk. Darker shame, darling, darker shame. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Picture show, second balcony, was the place we'd meet. Second seat, go Dutch Street, you were sweet. All right, 432 here in the Key. We'll be back in uh, four minutes. Thank you, everybody, for signing that. Uh, we're actually, I uh, need 27 more, so... Keep pumping uh, through, folks. Reach one, teach one. SaveABQ.com. That's SaveABQ.com. Think about some of the people you haven't talked to in some time and just reach out directly to them and say, hey, let's save ABQ today or just uh, put Albuquerque first by going to the number one ABQ.com. That's number one ABQ.com. Back at uh, in four minutes at 436. Thank you for The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live, on demand, get the top ten news of the day, or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with the purchase of a shell. And Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or us at 505-32-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. 
Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders. And ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com want the honesty affordability and reliability of a household plumber without the crack call rogers plumbing and heating family owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs reaching albuquerque Baylor, moriarty santa fe new laguna pueblo and anywhere in between rogers plumbing and heating is not only fast and reliable service being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral professional and ethical standards so when you need a fix without the crack call rogers plumbing and heating at 243-9703 Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883 3683. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio 994 we're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Right, it is time to put things together. We start with the weather. A slight chance of rain throughout the evening, and I will tell you that it's uh, really not too bad out there temperature-wise. 93 at the Rock of Talk. What we've got going on is a couple of accidents to deal with. We told you about the one San Mateo at Summer. That's going to be pretty much just south of Constitution. Pretty big accident, so do get ready. It's going to cost you time on both sides of the of San Mateo. If you drive this in Rio Rancho, not fun on Unser. Southbound under 10 miles an hour from Southern over to Russ Medical Center. Northbound from Russ Medical Center all the way to just about Capazon, maybe a little beyond, and you're under 15 miles an hour there. Accident I-25 southbound. This is uh, between Lomas and uh, Avenida Cesar Chavez. While they try and get that over to the right shoulder, it's really the northbound side that is suffering all the way back before Gibson, almost to the Sunport. Hey, listen, come on by Monty Cigar Shop, the Gurkha Cigar Club. Boy, I just love the fun that all these people have. 
What a great place. Monty Cigar Shop. You got the Gurkha uh, Cigar Club, plus you got the biggest humidor in all of Albuquerque. In fact, the entire Southwest, which means a lot of great cigars and really good price selections. All right, Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. like a Las Vegas strip show or <laughs> it's like the ultimate in cheesy music is it not right? like you, pleasure yeah but like you listen to it once and it always has to have be very thematic you know it's just it's got a lot of that show piece in it right epic yeah there's uh it is the final knows. countdown yeah, there it is wow look at the crowd I, I like the way he sings Oh, they have big hair and the lipstick? I mean, wow, that's hilarious. I still believe that uh, grunge was in direct uh, reaction to these guys. Gold chains, yep. earrings. Yep. Hairspray, uh, yeah, the spandex, hair, the leather <laughs> pants. I mean, the whole thing. Not a flannel I, shirt in sight when no, he came to those boys. Just a hot leather. I mean, it's just, and it's just so cheesy. Like the 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 actual act itself is louder than the music that they're playing. And the music is, you know, it's not bad. Not bad. No, That's no. pretty good. This is the final countdown, ladies and gentlemen. We do need your help. Saveabq.com. Saveabq.com. One hundred hours. Uh, actually, to be more specific, it's actually ninety-six hours. And, uh, boy, you guys just blew right through that. Uh, you guys are at 1907. Wow. Uh, so uh, we need uh, to get to 1925 by the top of the hour. That's 20 minutes. So reach one, teach one. Tell every single person uh, that you can. Somebody you haven't reached out to, just go to saveabq.com, saveabq.com, sign it, and uh, you, of course, are on your way. So it's that simple. All right. Uh, Eddie, oh, thank you, Mr. Aragon, holding you up in prayer. Peace. Uh, yeah, it, it is going to take a lot of prayer. Uh, mostly prayer, mostly all prayer, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I had an interesting uh, dream last night, a, sp- a dream about a space shuttle that I was in it, um, and it, everybody was freaking out inside the space shuttle except for me. But nobody was, like, strapped in or anything. They were just in the space shuttle, and they couldn't see outside. They were freaking out, and I was like, oh, no, don't worry. We're still on Earth. And but it was like I was looking at the space shuttle from the outside, mm-hmm. and it was an Elon Musk thing. It isn't, I haven't been watching any space stuff at all whatsoever. In fact, I watch uh, more network uh, today, which is absolutely great. But uh, it was a uh, dream interpretation. Whoa, might be blasting off into something new. So uh, we're going to definitely need your prayers. Godspeed. And you just love your can't scare me, I'm not backing down attitude. Living in Texas... Um, is I'm fortunate to have representatives in my district with the same attitude. I wish I could sign the petition because Albuquerque needs a leader like you. Good luck. SaveABQ.com. Um, I'm asking anybody to commit to a number of signatures that you can help with this weekend. 5, 10, 15, or 5, 10, 25, excuse me, or 50 signatures. Uh, this is the text of the day, Dowd. You're going to love this. Eddie, too bad you're not a Democrat. I could have voted for you three times. And my dad, whose dad could have voted for you twice, whose dad could have voted for you twice, right? 
Very true. How amazing is it going to be if I qualify for the ballot that I get sued by a bunch of Republicans to help keep a Democrat, right? And they stand behind the Democrat. Is that going to, I will literally for the rest of my life, I will have, I, I will have ownership over those people. Do you realize that? They'll never be able to be Republican. They will literally have to remove any association with any Republican again. Do you see the checkmate going on here? I mean, it's quite the checkmate, isn't it? Like, if you go out and you're defending by coming after me once we get the signatures, if we had signatures, I mean, that's you're putting yourself in a very, very difficult position. How do you explain yourself away or that you didn't help or you don't want a Republican on the ticket? Mm -hmm. That's going to be interesting. Um, Eddie, reported by someone driving south on I-25 from Rat, the much-needed federal improvement project has temporary but official-looking signage calling it the Michelle Lujan Grisham Highway. And it happens everywhere, by the way. And beneath that, a certain large dollar amount. They weren't sure. Did the state take some New Mexico taxpayer money and throw that in, thereby purchasing MLG's permanent campaign signage and a whole stretch of interstate highway as her namesake? Here's a fun question for listeners. Keep it clean. What would you name MLG? What would you name after MLG and why? Whoa. Well, I mean, wouldn't any highway named after MLG have to be permanently closed down? Because that's what she does. Bingo. Man. Shuts you, things down. Just nailed it. Uh, let's see. Liberty Ladies. Uh, don't forget Liberty Ladies tomorrow. Uh, it's, a, it's the full-on mayor show tomorrow, by the way. From Liberty Ladies. The telethon continues. <laughs> I like how people tell me that they're not here and they wish they could vote for me. Oh, yeah. Or get me on the petition. You know, like, that's a, a certain level of what. Like, I'm not able to do that. But I'm wishing you luck. I'm from Sandoval County, but did reach out to all my friends living in Albuquerque. Come on. Like other places outside of Albuquerque are trying to save Albuquerque. That's essentially what's happening right now. I don't know if I hit the the dump uh, button on that. Uh, okay, let's uh, talk about the new dot chat piece, which is uh, focused on corruption there. D- D- Dodd must yeah, while we're on the subject of corruption. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was an interesting one, ladies and gentlemen. You can read this at uh, rockoftalk.chat. But you got to be a subscriber, only 15 cents a day. And I will say what I always say. If you don't subscribe to us, please look at all the other options out there for original content being generated. Uh, a lot of these uh, folks are reaching out uh, to their readers and listeners through Substack. There's other you know, people who run their own websites. Uh, we are unprintable, unpublishable, untransmissible on most of the major media platforms now, the corporate media. Uh, these people are uh, reprehensible. Uh, you are not going to get the truth from them, but you are going to get the truth from us. So if it's not rockoftalk.chat, please subscribe to some service. This is a dive, I won't say deep, into pensions. Now, Thank you and you. I don't expect to have pensions, meaning a check in the month every month for the rest of our lives. Uh, but public servants do in New Mexico. Uh, the legislators have a pension, even though the New Mexico Constitution makes it quite explicit that they are to receive nothing other than their per diem and mileage. They created a pension system for themselves completely against the Constitution, and no one stood up for that in New Mexico, this this being New Mexico. If you're a public employee, if you're a municipal employee, county employee, uh, state employee, and of course, uh, educator, professional educator, certified professional educator, you're part of one of two, broadly speaking, part of one of two systems that will be paying you a pension once you are vested and once you qualify for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live. Our friend Cheryl Williams Stapleton, well, what do we know about her? She gets two pensions. <laughs> she is a legislator, meaning she, and she's been a legislator since January 1995. So she's got a nice little pension coming to her from the legislature. But she's also been an employee of Albuquerque Public Schools, the government school district, for Ooh, yeah. what, the last 30 years. Right. 
And so she's a double dipper and she can expect, Eddie, this is amazing. The Albuquerque Journal about nine years ago predicted that her pension nine years ago would be about $58,000 a year. That was nine years ago. You put in nine more years in the legislature. She's been, she's been reelected every single time since then. Uh, she has not, as far as I know, taken any leave of absence. She's been an employee of APS for those nine years. Can you imagine what that 58000 pension is worth now, nine years later? I mean, it's easily tens of thousands of dollars uh, more. But the more I looked into this, the more disturbing things got, not just in New Mexico, but from coast to coast. Uh, you know, we do find things that are uniquely bad for New Mexico, but a lot of states have a real problem with this. They don't impose any pension revocation or garnishment on convicted public servant felons. They sort of really let you keep your pension. So if you committed a crime while you were in office serving, you can, and doesn't matter, convicted of a felony. Yep. And during the service of your job, you're telling me you get to keep your retirement. You have promised the people of your state or your city or your village or your school district, your honest services. You did not render those honest services. You were a crook. You were convicted of felonies, but for the rest of your life, you get the kiss in the mail, and when it comes to William Stapleton, we know it's at least I got some. Grand. I got some legislation for Stephanie Lord to uh, introduce <sighs> and uh, hang the rest of the ever, people on. Do we ever? So, as I said, I, I contacted. So th- there was a law passed that that was kind of a toothless, very vague law passed in 2012 uh, relating to elected officials, not your standard teacher, not your guy working on the sanitation department, just elected officials, uh, allowing judges to impose a a penalty equal to their pensions removes their pension Ooh, uh, according like to the that. attorney general and i think he's but i think he's actually right about it. and the one who the general spokesman james allen in a couple of years ago who's now famous for for, for something else crotch, uh, it, yes he's uh, famous for something he's working for the attorney general at the time uh so Susanna martinez signs this pension revocation bill but the attorney general and i read the bill the law myself and i think they write about this uh, according to the AG, the public was misled that lawmakers had passed an aggressive statute intended statute intended to provide uh, to properly take away pensions from corrupt officials. But the law doesn't even mention the word pension. That's true. I read the bill and it would result in costly litigation for taxpayers. So it's kind of a toothless measure. And uh, we need to clean up that language. Republicans and Democrats alike have submitted bills since 2012 trying to clean that up and make it very explicit that you're going to lose your pension. All of those bills have failed. Now, I talked to both systems, and it took me, Eddie, days and days and days to actually get someone to talk to me in the middle of the summer uh, from a public bureaucracy in, in New Mexico. I talked to the Educational Retirement Board, and I talked to the Public Employees Retirement Association. I asked them, do you have any records of any government employee convicted of a crime, embezzlement, fraud, sexual abuse of a minor? Do you guys have anything in your records showing that any pension has been denied to any felonious public servant? Both of them replied they have no records and they cannot, uh, could not uh, access site. Any example where pension revocation has happened in the entire state of New Mexico with literally hundreds of thousands of employees over the years. It hasn't happened. So scary, what, so scary stuff. And uh, gonna, let me just sure. cap it off with this. Sure. Our friend Milan Simonich, who is a yeah. uh, liberal, but he, from his due, uh, he was writing a column earlier this year about the latest year of the pension revocation bill that was going to tighten that language up and make sure we deny these pensions to, like, Cheryl Williams Stapleton. He recounted the 2015 case of, uh, you may remember this, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been in the, in the state for a couple of years, Diana Duran. She was the yep. former Secretary of State. Republican. Republican. She was allowed to keep three public pensions that she had earned throughout her life, despite pleading guilty to two felonies 
and four misdemeanors while in office. That's how scary things stand in New Mexico. And again, I'd like to bash New Mexico if it was the only state, but this is a problem coast to coast. This is a, another example of the people in the public sector. Well, they just live under different conditions than you and I do. And boy, do we need some legislation to clean this up. The idea that we might be paying Cheryl Williams Stapleton a minimum of 60 grand a year, probably far more than that now for the rest of her life, even if she's convicted of looting the taxpayers for millions of dollars, is an outrageous scandal. Maybe that's the real true scandal here. And uh, let's see if we can get that law passed, folks, and uh, and, and tighten things up and uh, get, get a little more consequences for our public officials who are, uh, I've been calling it Cheryl Williams Stapleton's big, sto- big score from Robotics <laughs> Learning Management. You know, she made a big score. And uh, eventually she was caught. But she's going to make the ultimate score yeah. if she lives the rest of her life, getting her check in the mail from you, Mr. Taxpayer, Mrs. Taxpayer, uh, and paying no retirement income consequence uh, for being the, the crook that she obviously is. I wish I could bring you better news. I wish you, I could say that uh, we're going we're gonna to get justice on this and we're not going to have to pay her the rest of her, of her life. But at this point, history I think shows it's... Different. History shows different. So, so let me uh, just kind of reiterate something to the rest of our audience who just heard that. That is not a story that you'll hear anywhere. No. Nobody is delving into the pensions of convicted criminals uh, and no one is delving into, uh, of government uh, employees, no one's delving into the history of all this and where it's actually uh, hitting us. And then you got the ceremonial piece, which is all that was. It was just some, hey, here's what we're doing about it. And it was just ceremonial. They yep. didn't do anything about it whatsoever. Your expectation would be that they wouldn't be receiving the pensions because, hey, they got convicted of something. Sure. So I would imagine if we went to Democrat Phil Griego, uh, he would be receiving a pension. Yeah, Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, uh, he, he he would qualify as a legislator. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he yeah, he yeah. receives his pension. So anybody yeah. who's uh, anything and built, you know, their constituents or the I don't know district or whatever out of out of anything, uh, ostensibly they are all getting paid uh, for the rest of their life, so they can plead whatever they want to plead and get to keep what they they work for. I'll, I'll get you. I'll do. I'll do you more depressing. Uh, my long term project now after after doing this initial research on mm-hmm. on elected officials is. Most of the people who are on the public payroll are not elected officials. They're bureaucrats, educrats. Right. They work in the sanitation department, whatever. I am going to pursue, and, and, and I don't know what IPRA, the Freedom of Information Act here at the state level, will allow me to do this, but I'm going to pursue an investigation into how many convicted sexual abusers who were convicted or pled guilty or were convicted of sexual abuse of children in government schools in this state are getting a pension right now. Because as bad as Cheryl yeah. Williams Stapleton is, and she's awful, Good. I'm talking sexual abuse, that... that uh, that that impacts people for the rest of their lives. And so if we are we paying pensions to educrats who were convicted of sexual abuse, according to the system itself, I talked to their uh, was a general the interim executive director. Uh, we don't have any we don't have any mechanism to take these pensions away and we don't maintain records on whether any any of them have been taken away by the courts. We may well have. In fact, I would almost guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, we have people who are convicted of serious crimes against children from our government schools who are collecting their pensions right now. In Absolutely Sick. disgusting. Sick. I think every single person who just heard what Dowd had to say in the report and the investigation that he's already done uh, would be totally on our side and that these people shouldn't receive one dollar of, of any of that uh, quote unquote retirement or pension. 550, 500. Very quick caller. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. Yes, um, hi there, Eddie. This is Leanna from HealthInteractionForKids.org. How are you? I'm good. Hey, Leanna, can I pick you up right after the top of the hour? We'll start off with you and talk about what you're doing. Could I ask you to yes. go ahead and uh, put you on hold? Sure will. Thank you. 
Uh, anyway, um, I will also will get to the welfare gone wild. The Alex uh, Berenson uh, piece in the visit with uh, Clan Buck. Let's reset very quickly, and I'll tell you where we're at. You guys are absolutely killing it. We have 1,960. We need nine more signatures in the next six minutes. Reach one, teach one, and that's what I need you to do. All right, weather topic, Rudy Rondo. Okay, let's put things together, starting with the weather. looks like the uh, cloudburst that happened midtown uh, still has traffic very slow on I-25. It's going to be slow northbound from the Big Eye all the way up to just about Jefferson, and southbound you're under 35 miles an hour from Jefferson all the way to Montgomery. Still have the accident to deal with there on San Mateo at Summer. Uh, just for reference sake, that is uh, actually just south of uh, Constitution on San Mateo. If your drive takes you on I-25, the accident uh, cleared at Lomas, but you're going to find on the northbound side the traffic still stumbles all the way back to Gibson. And in Rio Rancho, for some reason, Unser continues to be real slow. Both sides of the fence between west side and southern. All right, we're at Monty's Cigar Shop, the uh, home of the biggest humidor in town. Great accessories. So listen, if you're into pipes, they got a whole bunch of great pipes, the accessories and the tobacco that you're looking for. Monty's Cigar Shop is on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Come on by. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, 1,916 petitions on the next uh, five minutes. Let's get, let's get nine more. Reach one, teach one, very uh, easy. That means just tapping your best friend, your spouse, family member, letting them know, hey, let's save the city, uh, Albuquerque, while uh, these uh, two Democrats who are running for mayor currently and who have been in control of Albuquerque for the last uh, 10 years, Manny Gonzalez for the last 10 years, Tim Keller for the last four years, and they're literally fighting about public money. I mean, could you imagine hiring attorneys at that rate, uh, 375, 425? That's nice. To sue, sue, sue. And then uh, throw mud at each other the entire time. Well, we go to 80 murders, and the entire uh, town is about to get locked down here in the next couple of weeks. They're fighting about public money. Oh, and uh, Manny Gonzalez wants to audit nonprofit uh, homeless shelters. That's uh, the stupidest thing I have actually ever heard. So please help me text, call, and post and get as many people as you possibly can. Know that lockdowns are coming. Murders are rising. Businesses are dying. Your politicians are lying and fighting over public money. Absolutely disgusting. Save the city by going to saveabq.com. That's saveabq.com. Uh, Eddie, how about naming Santa Fe Landfill after Michelle Lujan Grisham? Okay. That's a pretty good one. I like that. Uh, you guys got to know where to go with all that. Eddie, the tremendous problem with taking away pensions is our community property law. Most of these public felons have spouses who own up to half of the pension. So stripping pension probably can't strip the interest of the spouse. That's a good point. Uh, that uh, is allowed for in the law, though. Yes, the, the, the judge can take that into consideration. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, very interesting. Um, see, I'm going to just try to knock this out very quickly. Okay, Liana, you have... Uh, Liana, you there? Yeah, right here. Okay, very quickly. You have uh, about a minute. Tell us what's going on. Oh, well, we're just so excited. We finally made it to Friday, and we're going to have our uh, Education New Mexico conference. Uh, sponsored by Call to Action for Kids.org. You can still come down free to the public. We, our doors are open now at Legacy East Campus. And doors are open. You can come right in, have a seat. We have some great speakers. Uh, Dr. Greg Smedes is going to give a talk, give a medical opinion. And we have some great videos. We have Anna Garner presenting a 20 minute video on the work she's doing as New Mexico stands up. We have Christian uh, Education. Group Kate coming in. They're going to give people options of education. We're going to do a, a, a session on 
CRT and what's happening in our public schools with the reentry plan and how that's related. We're also going to talk about comprehensive sex education. All right. Tell so us where we can go to learn more information. How can we get a hold of you very quickly? Uh, www.call number two action number four kids.org. One more time, please. <laughs> www.call two action four kids.org. And use the number two, use the number four. Thank you very much, Leanna Derek. Thanks for stepping in, letting us know what's going out. And uh, very quickly, folks, if uh, we get to 1925, what do you think we try to get to 2000 by the end of the show? Wouldn't that be kind of awesome? Mm, I think ambitious. we should try to. That'd be pretty ambitious, but maybe we can get to 2000 by the end of the show. That would be awesome. We're currently at uh, 1918. Uh, see if we can go ahead and, and get to 1925 by the time that I return. 505 uh, here in the 505. We'll do that when we return. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this afternoon. Live broadcast, two hours left, and uh, we'll be back right after a break. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The war of words between President Biden and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over COVID mask mandates shows no signs of ending. Yesterday, Biden was asked about the Republican governor's comments that he'll stand in the way of anyone, including the president, who tries to lock down the state. And Biden's response was, Governor who? I guess I'm not surprised that, that Biden doesn't remember me. Um, I guess the question is, what else has he forgotten? <laughs> That's Governor DeSantis on Friday. DeSantis adding, Biden has forgotten about the crisis on our southern border. I can tell you that. The Biden administration is expending the moratorium on federal student loan payments to the end of January. Payments on student loans were frozen at the height of the coronavirus pandemic by former President Trump. You're listening to USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. policy forms and availability vary by state. As the White House continues to try to come up with ways to encourage folks to get vaccinated, at this point, over 58% of eligible Americans have gotten their first dose of the COVID vaccine. Under 50% have gotten both shots. 
Alaska Republican Governor Mike Dunleavy explains on Fox Business why his state won't issue a vaccine mandate. The moment a government has to impose upon its people something so invasive, something so intrusive that we're going to force individuals to put something into their bodies that they may not otherwise want, I think it's a a line that we don't want to cross. The family of Ashley Babbitt, who was killed during the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, is filing a $10 million lawsuit against Capitol Police. Their attorney claims Babbitt was ambushed by an officer and was not given a warning or verbal command. Babbitt tried to climb through a broken window and was shot. The officer who shot her has not been identified. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast now. It's available to download iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories, as the Senate could be voting on a sweeping $1.2 trillion infrastructure agreement over the weekend, Republican Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri tells Fox News why he's voting no for the plan, and he hopes many Republicans will join him. Joe Biden wants his radical social agenda to permeate every part of his legislative agenda, and it is, and that's why this bill is chock full of all of the stuff you mentioned, plus gender identity, plus the Green New Deal, plus climate change, it's all in there because woke politics is what drives the Democrat Party and woke politics is what this bill is about. I, I certainly can't support this. I think this is the kind of thing that our voters send us to Washington to say no to. I mean, voters don't support the radical far left agenda. They don't support this woke agenda. And I think Republicans need to stand strong and say, no, this is crazy. This is insane. Former President Trump is throwing some shade at some Olympians. Former President Donald Trump on Thursday hit out at the U.S. women's national soccer team after they won the bronze medal, saying they could have won gold if the team wasn't woke. Wokeism makes you lose, ruins your mind, and ruins you as a person. You become warped. The U.S. women's soccer team is a very good example of what's going on. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau. I'm Brad Bernards. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Data earn making it happen. And sometimes you get a All right, it is time to put things together as we start our second hour of the Rock of Talk. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. It is going to be a slight chance of rainy night uh, for us today. I will tell you right now, it's looking really good in uh, Rio Rancho, 90 degrees. 94, it's getting warmer at the Rock of Talk. All right, what do we have on the highway here? Looks like I-25 southbound. Still stumbling along right there, pretty much from Jefferson South, almost to the big guy. Looks like you'll be under 30 miles an hour there. Uh, cleaned up the accident further southbound on I-25 at Lomas. That's good news. And even the drive northbound on I-25 is starting to improve ever so slightly from Gibson on up to Central. If you drive this into the West Valley, into the South Valley, rather. Uh, on Rio Bravo, it's going to be a little bit tight coming off the I-25 to 2nd Street. And uh, looks like in Rio Rancho, answer is still very tight. Uh, north and southbound between southern and west side there at the Rust Medical Center. All right, we're at Monte Cigar Shop on San Mateo and Manol. 
Do you like the Macanudo? Is yours the, uh, maybe it's the La Gloria Cubana. Listen, that's just two of the 2,000 types of cigars you can see in the largest humidor in the entire Southwest. Come on by. You need to see this. Monty Cigar Shop is on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's start back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on the M1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockatalk.com. Don't forget, you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Uh, find us on our apps for Rock of Talk TV for Apple and Android, rockoftalk.com for the same uh, 65 great radio stations and Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Uh, and 1490 KRSN up in Santa Fe 107.1 in Los Alamos. I hear that we're having lots and lots of problems uh, uh, up there with a clean feed for some reason. So if anytime you're driving around Los Alamos, we do have a Considerable number of listeners uh, who are up there, despite the fact that we don't, uh, we haven't solicited any advertisers up there, nor in Santa Fe. Uh, please, by all means, let us know if you're having a hard time uh, hearing us. There's no way for us to cleanly monitor what's happening, but we understand that there was some blips uh, happening about every 15 or 20 seconds. So uh, we are at 1,924. Yeah, we just we missed by one by the time we came back, but that's still pretty good. So I think here's what we're gonna do. Uh, by the end of the broadcast, okay, I, I'm going to get a little less less ambitious. I think 2,000 is a lot. You guys can tr- you guys can show me up, okay? I'm totally fine with that. And we do have D Dowd Muscle. Let me bring him in so uh, mommy can uh, see him out in Connecticut. Good news, Eddie. Uh, I just heard from my sister in Scotland. Yeah. She may be here in the Kiva in two weeks. Really? Wouldn't people like to get a look at her? <laughs> am I going to get a lecture about, uh, is she going to uh, tell me how things should Darcy's be? She's kind of a hard charger. She's, yeah, uh, she's like okay me, that. only more so. <laughs> tell our listeners about the wonderful shirt you're wearing there that you can see. Oh, yeah. You know, I got this out because we're in the middle of an important campaign here. In the <laughs> but this is my only political campaign T-shirt uh, for the only six-month gig I ever had in politics in my whole life working for the uh, candidacy of one Linda McMahon trying to uh, keep uh, the loathsome U.S. Senator Richard Blumenthal out of the Senate. We had a good run. We cut the lead down from about 40 points to 14 points, but uh, it was not to be in in 2010. But uh, since I was a senior (coughs) campaign worker uh, at campaign headquarters, not one of the regional headquarters, I got the uh, (coughs) polo shirt. I did not get the uh, (coughs) T-shirt. I got the uh, polo shirt. So I just remember this is the only time in my life I've worked for a billionaire and – it, it was an interesting experience. It was, uh, you know, it's funny, Eddie. One of the reasons uh, I'll tell I'll tell the story. I was writing columns about these kind of Mitt Romney Republicans. Uh, we have them here in New Mexico too. And I, I was writing a column for my home state about how, you know, we got to look at this Linda McMahon. She's kind of a Reaganite. You know, she's running on a much more pro freedom, you know, unapologetic tax cutting, you know, kind of thing. Pro energy. She was that was when fracking was start, starting to come out. And so I wrote a couple columns about how awful uh, her her primary opponents were, and then I and uh, I uh, was sort of looking around for some more consistent work, and uh, I shot an email to the campaign manager, and uh, I said, you know, if you got any little contract work, you need a speech written or something, just let me know. And he said, uh, can you can you start tomorrow? <laughs> so political people tend to take care of their own if they they have a, a ledger of who's for us and who's against us. I, I was in the good category and I got a job offer the next day. So, uh, and I worked very hard for the campaign. Richard Blumenthal, one of the most loathsome human pe- humans in the U S Senate. You may have heard of him, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a veteran, he was the guy who misrepresented his service in Vietnam. 
Uh, it was broken by, of all papers, the New York Times, which would never happen today in May of 2010. He was giving speeches about how when we came home from Vietnam, he never served in Vietnam. And the good people of Connecticut decided to elect him anyway, even though he was engaging in what some people call stolen valor, misrepresenting his military record. Um, so we gave it a good run back in 2010, but we just didn't didn't have the votes. Uh, yeah, billionaires, uh, you know, have billionaires put on their pants. Uh, no. No, they're spacesuits. One leg oh, at a time. <laughs> one leg at a time. Well, they asked me to do a, a, a of what all, all the questions that were going to be asked by all the moonbats who write for the editorial pages and all the Connecticut papers. So I, don't know I love I love that part of campaigning. When I was doing uh, campaigning, uh, yeah, on a presidential campaign, I loved getting together with people, and you know, they'd cut up ten, fifteen newspapers. I'd cut up ten, fifteen newspapers. All got together. Yep. We hammered in the the room for an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, everybody gave yep, feedback. Yep. I had to do my drills, uh, drill downs within two minutes, and then I had to make my calls and organize my areas and coordinate uh, people. I mean, you know, I'm sort of kind of doing that right now with what I'm doing. Mm. I mean, I think if I did campaign management, I would, I would literally just kill it. Oh, uh, that would, there's no question about well, it. Well, you I have would, experience, you know, in your your campaign yeah, work. Yeah, but I mean, you have to just want to win. There, I think what's you know part of doing campaign is not about fees or getting people signed on or anything, even though that's what it's about now. In order to be effective at what you're doing, you've got to be an effective strategist, uh, an effective communicator, and you, your commitment to a win has to be above all else. Yeah. And you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to win for your candidate recommended. Uh, yeah, it's ultimately uh, uh, with the politician for them to choose whatever they choose to do. But, um, you know, they make the ultimate call. But, but there you go. I happen to work for a very, very uh, well-decorated military man who's Republican mm-hmm. Uh, who became a Democrat, and and that was an opportunity I thought for us because I I hated George Bush, you know I could not stand him, and there was uh, Wes Clark, and I West not Clark. only did I do that, I did all the advance work, I organized uh, Arizona, New Mexico, and then just had to deal with the the loathsome Democrats, you know that were here, including I'll never forget the day that I ran into one Billy Sparks uh, in the middle of the fourth floor, uh, and literally these guys were such a holes to Jen West Clark and the way that they treated him, especially Bill Richardson. And I didn't really realize, like going back to that time that I was there, which would have been 2003, October 2003, it was none other than uh, Prince Andrew, yes, <laughs> Prince Andrew, who was there uh, almost at the very same time. So you can only imagine we, we the know more shenanigans about- <laughs> yes, that no. were going on. So here we are 18 years on, and I find myself literally on the cusp of becoming a mayoral candidate in uh, New Mexico's largest city, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And let me say uh, this, folks. I have a very special treat for you at uh, 5.05 p.m. Uh, hopefully we'll make our confirmation that we have received the necessary number of signatures. But on top of that, uh, I have the most wonderful uh, news that I'm going to share with you first, and then the Daily Mail will get it and run the piece on Thursday. Okay. It is going to be considerable. And, yes, it does involve Prince Andrew. Okay, so one other thing. Congratulations, you guys did it. You got to 1,925 as of, you heard me when I clapped my hands. That was uh, 508 when you guys did it. Okay, so we want to get to my birth year, okay? Uh, 1975, I'm just picking a number. So we're going to try and get 50 signatures um, by the end of the broadcast, 6.45 p.m. tonight. Uh, It's our reach one, teach one is what we want to do, and we want to get everybody out there. We've got a commitment from, if you want to be a volunteer, text me directly. 550 5500 that's 550-5500. We got people who are making posts on Facebook and other things. If anything if anybody says anything negative about me, 
anything at all. And you just don't engage, don't argue, don't fight back. I don't need you to defend me. Just send them to the URL, www.ihateddyaragon.com. Because they obviously hate Eddie Aragon, so I hate eddiearagon.com. So just put that out. It, it really, it truly is uh, a kind of. Uh, <laughs> it is brilliant if I do say so myself. <laughs> uh, let me uh, do our reach one, teach one. This means that you are just tapping your best friend, spouse, family member, letting them know, hey, let's save this city. Uh, so I want you to text, call, post, get as many people as you can to sign on. Lockdown is coming. Murders are rising. Businesses are dying. Your politicians are lying and fighting over public money. Yes, that is what's happening. That's the priority. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, we're at 80 murders. I haven't heard from Murder Mike. Please keep him in your prayers. He's got a large, a very large mass that is in the middle of his chest. Um, so I don't know. I don't want to know anything more than that. I've been allowed to share at least that. Um, so we are at 100 hour, 99 hours left. And we are 63% uh, done. We need... Help on the last four days. Actually, let me give you the, uh, for those people who are sticklers uh, on this stuff. So that would be to, we are exactly 64.16% of the way there. And we are asking you, uh, every person out there, we are asking you to please, please go ahead and get everybody to sign up at saveabq.com. That's saveabq.com. Monday, I'll do a telethon. Tuesday, I'll do a telethon. And then you don't have to hear about any of this stuff again. We can get back to your regularly scheduled radioing uh, here in the Kiva, at least for the next two weeks, until I potentially make a declaration of candidacy. That's the way that that will go. So um, the big news, as much as we'd love to talk about all of the crime and things that are happening right now, um, and, and just kind of wax on that, that's not what, what, what people are worried about right now. They're worried about relocking down. They're worried about the misinformation that they're getting. They've got people scared to death, absolutely scared to death. They don't know what to believe. Uh, we got six deaths today, 552 infections. New Mexico, you're not doing the part. Meanwhile, the governor has her border. It's con completely open. People are just rushing in at this point. Um, you know, these people aren't vaxxed or anything like that. And then um, we're getting more into the sort of the nuances. Uh, see people with the Delta, uh, excuse me, Seeing people who are vaccinated get reinfected, reinfected again. My good friend Kevin uh, got infected with the virus after he took the uh, Johnson & Johnson virus. And we are seeing actually the rates of more people who got their vaccinations uh, becoming infected with uh, the virus. Okay. So that's a problem. And then the misinformation is out there. Now, Alex Berenson was yesterday on uh, Clay and Buck, our great show that replaced uh, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, fantastic show. In fact, they get better and better by the day. Uh, I, it, it's gripping radio. It is that good. Yeah, it's not okay. easy if you haven't worked for years together, but their flow seems to be pretty pretty good, the give and take. I think they understand the show. I think they understand the show the way that you and I do, if you don't mind me saying so, and that's not to create like a big head um, for either you and I, but we're focused on the information, getting this information out. And Alex Berenson was with Clay and Buck, and Dowd's got the full drill down and report. Please, please. Yeah, a great, great piece yesterday. Segment, I guess. I don't know if they had him on for the full hour. Very, very close to the full hour. Now, we know Alex Barron, you might have, you might have heard that name, former uh, writer, I guess reporter for the New York Times, who has, uh, I guess, uh, I guess we can't say gone off the reservation anymore because that's politically incorrect. No. Uh, let's just say he doesn't uh, conform to the uh, Fauci narrative on, uh, on, on COVID. 
he has been doing great work, and of course, social media has been declaring war on him and deplatforming him and banning and shadow banning him. He started off, Eddie, with a really interesting look at the the risk of children. We know, just broadly speaking, just how little impact the COVID-19 virus, including the Delta variant, has on children. He cited two studies from the UK, uh, which is a large country that's been hit you know, fairly, uh, not massively, but wor- worse than a lot of other countries. Uh, two of these studies appeared in The Lancet, which is the British sort of the gold standard medical journal. They, the first analysis, he said, came out in the fall. There were six children in a country of 12 million people under 18. Six children had died from uh, with COVID. Three had severe genetic abnormalities, and they were babies. Three of these children were already terminally ill with other things. So it was basically six for six, you know, very tragic children who were probably going to die anyway. They updated the analysis of fatalities for children in the UK about a month or two ago. He said that there were 61 children out of a population of 12 million. 61 children had died. 36 of those 61 were just out and out nonsense. They were homicides, suicides. They had tested positive, but they were clearly not dying from COVID. Uh, he said of the remaining portion, only six did not have severe genetic conditions. So basically, six children out of a population of 12 million children in the UK have died from COVID. I did the uh, numbers on that. That is 0.00005% of kids in the UK uh, have died from COVID. Obviously, all sorts of other medical conditions, accidents, parental abuse, far higher risk of children. But of course, we're going to spend all our time focusing on, on coronavirus. He said something that I really want to look at this weekend, Eddie, about the vaccine, how it doesn't, as you said, it's not a vaccine, particularly not the mRNA vaccine, quote unquote vaccine. It doesn't behave like traditional vaccines. Uh, he said that you're more likely to get infected with, uh, with SARS-CoV-2 after the first dose while you're waiting a few weeks for your second dose. Then after you get your second dose, you seem to go through this kind of two month period where it really things seem to work really well. The protection level seems to work really well, and then it starts to fade off. And we weren't told that uh, there wasn't a lot of talk about uh, you know a third, a fourth, a fifth booster. But now we're hearing that uh, more and more. The country he's using to illustrate what's going on, and this this is just out of out of out of your mind in Israel. And he said that the data quote is quote unquote horrific uh, in Israel. And he did talk a little bit about the the side effects we we spoke about yesterday, but they'll. Larger issue is much, much larger issue is that the country has basically attained herd immunity as defined by taking the mRNA vaccine. Eighty five percent of the country of Israel of people aged over 30. And we know that, you know, that when you're in your 30s or 40s, it's not much of a risk to you either. Eighty five percent of people over 30 in Israel, 94 percent of people over age 65 in Israel, 94 percent aren't didn't take one shot. They're fully vaccinated. They got both doses. Uh, and according to him, basically, they have not used the Johnson & Johnson uh, so-called vaccine in Israel. It's all been mRNA. It's, it's 100% of the vaccinated people got the mRNA gene vaccine, as our, our friend uh, Dr. Yeadon would say. In the last month, cases are up tenfold. People in critical care facilities are up tenfold. In a country where 85% of the population of people over the age of 30 are vaccinated, that shatters it destroys the narrative of life's going to go back to normal once we all get vaccinated and you just shut up and get the vaccine and we'll give you your life back uh it is 
it, it, so it, let me repeat that more slowly. Sure. Okay. For our listeners. I mean, the, all the point of that, and I think the way to phrase it is there's what backs to the max sweepstakes. Uh, we are going to require vaccinations for you to come back to now CNM today, University of New Mexico, to go to the city of Albuquerque, uh, state of New Mexico. This is all mandatory, mandatory, mandated vaccinations, okay? What doubt is just telling you is based upon the data that's coming from a place that is that vaccinated, they are having still a rise in the new variants and in COVID cases. Remember, there's no new tests, uh, there's no test for the Delta variant. So what are we to assume and how do we know that these people have COVID? It's just another reason to lock down. And that's kind of the miss. We're, we're sort of missing. Is that, is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. The yeah. miss is the fact that we don't know if these people actually have COVID. What are they getting tested for? Uh, you know, that's the, 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 all we know is that we want these people to get, get vaxxed. And now we, the people who are unvaccinated, are now getting blamed for the people who are, get, who are getting it despite the fact that they are vaccinated. Please continue. Well, I mean, I'll just reiterate what he's basically saying. If, you, if you're if you all in on Fauciism, shut up, take the vax, we'll give your life back, everything will be fixed after the, after you've taken your shot. Israel, the reality on the ground, the data coming out, and he said that if you look at across countries, Israel is more transparent and their data are more reliable than most countries. And of course, America's numbers are you know completely out of whack. Uh, in late April, all the way through to mid-June, so-called crisis was over in Israel. They dropped all their restrictions. Uh, they had basically the highest vaccination rate in the, in the world. And now tenfold increase in case counts, tenfold increase in hospitalizations with a beyond herd immunity condition in, in Israel. They are talking about locking down again uh, at a time when the Jewish holidays are coming up. And you might not know this, but the Jewish holidays are very big in Israel uh, for <laughs> September. Yeah. And his quote, I, I took a bunch of actual exact quotes from Alex Berenson, quote, the vaccines don't last, close quote. Uh, we were never told that. We were told, shut up, take the shot, and everything will be back to normal. And he also said a quote that I took down. It's really interesting, and I, I've never made this phrase before. I, I haven't, and I, I think it explains a lot in, in, in of the human condition. Quote, you want it bad, you get it bad, close quote. We were so desperate for the silver bullet. We believed, we, we believed karma. Uh, we vast numbers of us said, please, you know, here's my sleeve, roll home, give me the shot as quickly as I can so I can get back to life. We wanted it over so badly. We've created these conditions where now it looks like we may be going right back to where we are. You yeah. wanted it bad. You got it bad. And just finally, a final note about Berenson, who's a fascinating guy, super smart. He this week took his daughter to get the vaccine. What? The vaccine? Yes. The MMR vaccine, the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. He said, Decades and decades and decades of scientific literature show that the MMR vaccine is not hurtful to kids. It's very effective, and there's no reason not to give it to your children. He's not a crazy anti-vaxxer. Neither am I. I've shown people uh, on the camera. I had all my vaccinations when I was a young man. My mother did uh, her due diligence and got me vaxxed. Um, it's just the narrative, Eddie, doesn't match the reality on the ground. You try to point this out, and you're deplatformed, or you're shunned, or you're well, or wait, you're wait, censored. Wait. So, so let's stop there. I think that's the, the important part. The piece is: is why isn't this uh, uh, reported? How do you have the information beyond uh, Berenson? Where else can people get this information? Whether it was Yeadon or any of the other information that we've actually put <laughs> out there, <laughs> this is the stuff that gets shut down immediately. We know that our YouTube account got shut down. Uh, Facebook isn't uh, repurposing any of this information and getting it back out to keep a population safe. So uh, do the corporations and the government 
do they honestly have your best interests in mind and allow you perfect information, which means you get to hear all sides of the argument? They don't. They don't care about your choice in this. They only care that they're going to mandate and they will villainize and you will feel victimized by your own government because they are not going to allow you to choose whether or not you get the vaccination. It's going to be mandated. Dowd, why is it that you have the information, but nobody else seems to get the information? And uh, feel free to comment on uh, sources and how else to, to uh, find the, the real truth, because this is becoming harder and harder. It certainly puts a higher value on the information that you provide in, in our radio station. I should say that. But, you know, this is something everybody needs to hear. Okay, and, and again, uh, Eddie, I, we... we- uh, someone once said after 9-11, the space-time was torn in half. I think COVID, the space-time continuum, was was ruptured. I mean, we have a country, we are a country, the first item in our Bill of Rights is about free speech. We have, we, argument is a way of life in our country, and uh, powerful forces have basically decided we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, it's been hard, Eddie. You, you've told me months ago, you cannot be, and I, I think you cannot be a libertarian, and participate in big tech Silicon Valley's or on open discussion. No. And I ended my Facebook account and I ended my Twitter account. And folks, I'm telling you, you got to get off those platforms because again, I, what do I say every time I talk about rock of talk? If you don't subscribe to us, our service subscribe to something else that believes in free speech, because we're like those little uh, Irish monks in the seventh and eighth century who are copying, you know, all, all the, the scripture down and everything because civilization had completely fallen apart. That, I see that. That's the role of those of us who still believe in free speech we're doing because we're being shunted aside and, and you know, that trash compactor in the Death Star is, is getting smaller and smaller and they, and they want to take us out. But while we're still here, uh, help us out a little. Help us continue to. And again, you don't have to agree with me. You know, people email me, doubt at doubtmuska.com. Tell me where I'm wrong. I, I, I thrive on the debate and discussion. But when we stop believing in that in this country, it's uh, we're in a we're in an enormously dangerous place. And I will give the quote from Walter Lippmann. I'm not a fan of Walter Lippmann. He was a sort of a liberal journalist uh, 75 years ago. But uh, this one, he got it absolutely right. I, I made it the quote of the day, I think, yesterday in the, in the Daily Blast, where all think alike. No one thinks very much. Can't, can't put it better than that. Uh, I want to say one thing to you, Dowd, about this information. Would you mind putting together a free article for new subscribers? Uh, free available 24 hours on your rockoftalk.chat site, uh, putting the linkages, uh, links uh, to all this so that people can find this information. If they can't find it on Facebook, they can't find it on Twitter, any of these other places, why not just put it on rockoftalk.chat, tell people to go there, subscribe, and uh, get behind that paywall. That alone is worth the price of admission uh, for 15 cents a day on rockoftalk.chat. By the way, folks, you guys are absolutely killing it. We're at uh, 1940, 1,015 signatures uh, since I requested that at 515. So you guys are on pace to uh, get us to 1975 by the end of the broadcast, uh, 1940. Uh, That is very, very... Going to pass 2,000 maybe. Yeah, maybe we can get to 2,000. I mean, I don't know. I'm not asking you to do it, but if you can get us to 2,000 today, imagine what that's going to say to the media. Can you imagine if the media has to report on Monday that there is another candidate potentially what in the do? race? They won't even know how to handle that. Can you imagine Tim Keller and Manny Gonzalez? We'd actually have to focus on issues and, and dialogue about what's happening in the city of Albuquerque. Now, who's uh, the bigger fraudster from the two Democrats? I mean, we've seen fraud from, you know, uh, whatever her name is, uh, the the lady who lost it uh, this past week. What's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, Cheryl Williams oh, Stapleton, Stapleton, yeah. yeah. So Stapleton or or Keller or or Manny Gonzalez. So you know that would re- that would be earth shattering. 
or the local media. Can you imagine how that will change the gubernatorial race to have a Republican in there? Can you imagine how that's going to change the House race? What that will do to Michelle Lujan Grisham, what that will do overall for, hey, you know what? We better do some of the changes. So uh, maybe try, maybe you guys can get 60 signatures in the next uh, hour and 15 minutes. Certainly is possible given the rate at which you guys are going. This is incredible. 2,000 signatures by 645. See if you guys can do it. I'm only asking for 1975, the year I was born. Uh, texter uh, texts in. He says, uh, Eddie, I was graduating from Highland High School the year you were born. Awesome. I'm challenging all class of 1975 graduates to go to SaveABQ.com. Life was great back then, and we need to save ABQ to enjoy our years ahead. Yes, I mean, there you go, uh, SaveABQ.com. I don't think ABQ had uh, 100 murders a year in 1975. Uh, what they, they were lucky if we had 15, honestly. They was lucky if there was 15. Eddie Dowd and I have no less than 15 studies that show learned immunity T-cells are as good, if not better, than the shot. We're hearing that report coming on from a number of off-the-grid news sources today, right? Yep. It's better to go ahead and get the COVID than it is to take the shot. Yep. Rand Paul's been great on this issue. Uh, here's some of the information that is coming in. Let's see. Um, okay. Wow. Good job. Kieran, if you want to send in all that stuff, I would certainly appreciate it. Or send it to Dowd at DowdMusco.com. How are your numbers? I just told you, you you're not a listener, obviously. So I'm not going to tell you unless you're listening to the. Somebody just texted in. How are your numbers? <laughs> I'm at 1941 right here. You might want to keep getting to them the in real time, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to help you. I'm going to text you. Uh, Eddie, why are they put on paid leave? Should be suspended without pay. They're not found guilty. If they're found not guilty, then they get their uh, back pay and job back. Run, Eddie, run. This will not end well. He's talking about this uh, for some. Uh, everyone I talk to loves you, Eddie. Wow, that's a surprise. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, doubt even in your circles, the Republicans, I, these are people who would literally probably live on the <laughs> I hate Eddie Aragon.com <laughs> website. I, I, uh... How many bad things? Be, this is, let's be honest now. <laughs> Before you ever uh, met me, right, and anything, you must have been told at least, I would bet five bad stories about me before you walked in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, sir, not everyone you know loves Eddie Erica. There's got to be one. <laughs> Only people, every person. I respect Eddie. I'm grateful and I'm loyal to Eddie, but you cannot tell me that everyone you know loves Eddie <laughs> Any more than you can say everyone you know loves D.W. That's just not a truthful statement. <laughs> I love that. I thought you going to be honest. Anyone who doesn't know you loves what you were doing. Working through the weekend on getting more signatures. I'm even approaching people at restaurants and various business I go to. Wow. Everyone is excited to get back to reality and step out of the Democrats' twilight zone. Wow. that That is so beautiful. I don't even know what to say about that. Just, twilight zone, huh? Uh, Russ is texting in. You need to make a 30 second spot for your overnight audience. Your coast to coast and ground zero audience should garner you some signatures. Love, 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 uh, ground zero. Your website is not coming up on Google. Just, uh, there, I don't have a website. There is no website. Just go to Eddie, uh, just Google Eddie Aragon. That's all you do. If you Google me, right? Uh, and I'm, I am saying Google. Uh, you can go DuckDuckGo me too. Uh, Eddie, if you really mean what you say, look it up. Cell towers and the connection with COVID. I know you put that to me yesterday. I'm going to get to it. I'm kind of in the middle of a couple things, and I, I do really mean what I say. Uh, let's see. Eddie sent 15 texts out today. Have a positive test uh, uh, results uh, responses. Did not know you, so we shall see. Thanks for what you do. Not going to lockdown, no matter what MLG. She can go to hell. <laughs> On the express lane. Wow, that is uh, good. Literally at my sandwich shop today before coming in, walked by a guy yeah. talking to the owner of the sandwich shop. Young guy, clean cut, thin, handsome dude. 
saying to the owner of the station, this value uh, entrepreneurial spirit, comma, and the governor is an F-word moron. Wow. I was just walking by. I just I got a little smile on my face. I just kept walking by. There you go. And you were just <laughs> passing by? Yeah. I didn't engage. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Well, anyway, I'm not going to get to that. I'm thinking renaming the waste treatment plant down on 2nd Street after MLG. It'd be more appropriate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Eddie, I've said it again. I'll say it once more. Welcome to the modern world. We are science and technology are the new mythology. Where feelings trump facts, where beliefs trump knowledge, and blind obedience and blind compliance are not just scientific fact, but noble virtue. Thank you, Peter. And uh, thank you also for your help. Uh, Eddie, if there's any confusion out there, this Kevin has not and will not ever get the mRNA gene therapy injection. Thank you. Johnson & Johnson. I hate EddieAragon.com is extremely clever, Eddie. I think it goes without saying, but you have my 100% support. God bless you all in the Kiva. God bless the USA, Kevin. Kevin's uh, going to go to work, uh, I think, next week. Uh, I'm a real rancher. And we'll, what, what can I do? Well, I'll just go to uh, tell everybody uh, to go to SaveABQ.com. Very quickly, caller, you're in the Kiva. Thanks for staying on hold. Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. Hi, Dowd. Love you both. Having said that, uh, Dowd, you've got to stop calling this a vaccine because it's not. I'm a medical professional. I have an immediate family member who's a pharmacist. I have spent the last probably six months researching everything about this virus and everything about this so-called gene therapy injection. Um, I have isolated about six or seven places now where I feel that the information I'm getting is the truth. I'm looking at one of them now that says Israel and Australia um, as of right now report 95 to 99% hospitalized are the fully vaccinated. Um, this Alex Berenson, I'm so far ahead of him, it's not even funny. Um, he was okay on the mask issue. I bought his little pamphlet when that came out. Um, but I listened to what he said uh, on the radio yesterday, and um, he's missing so much information. It's it's really frightening. This is not safe. It's proving not to be very effective. What is, your, no what's your, one, what, what is your name? I'm not going to say my okay, name. That's you can fine. call can, me anonymous. No, 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 that's fine. You'll be anonymous. That's totally fine. Can I ask you to hold I, and just prepare what you have? And I'd like sure. to ask you just to go ahead and lay some of what you have out uh, okay. here for us. So uh, get your handy-dandy little notes there. We'll be back with you in four minutes. I think everybody wants to hear what you have to say. And okay. uh, I, I can guarantee you, Dowd, uh, with the spirit that he operates in, that uh, wants to fill in all the blanks that you have, and he'll be copiously taking notes of uh, what you have to say. How'd that be? Awesome. All right, cool. We'll do that when we return. Second weather and traffic, go to break. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather where we've got a slight chance of rain throughout the night. Still feeling pretty nice temperature-wise. 91 in Rio Rancho, 94 at the Rock of Talk. All right, getting to the west side is going to be trouble now on Paseo del Norte. Westbound right there at the river. We have an injury accident. Drive quickly backs up all the way to 2nd Street. That'll be uh, building up to uh, I-25 here shortly. I will tell you, Alameda looks like a really good alternative right at the moment. All right, if your drive takes you on Coors Boulevard southbound, it's going to be kind of tough right there around Montano Plaza. We also have a very slow drive that is building up. Uh Uh-oh, this one just happened. Yep, just a couple of minutes ago. It's I-40. This is going to be eastbound heading towards the mountains right past the big guy. 
and that is really stomping the speeds out right there at 4th Street, and it's affecting the transition from I-25 South to the I-40 East, so get ready for a real tough drive there as well. All right, we're at Monty's Cigar Shop. Just come on by. We'll have a whole bunch of fun here. Monty's Cigar Shop, largest humidor in the Southwest. They got the Gurkha Cigar Club, and I got you. I got to tell you, two thousand types of cigars, incredible blend of prices as well. You can get pretty much anything you want. Monty's Cigar Shop on San Mateo, north of Comanche. With our up to date. Let's dive back in to the Rock of Talk. All right, 538, back and four here in the Kiva. Thanks, uh, and Anonymous will be on the phone when we return. We'll talk more about that. Thanks for listening. And you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house. With a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? And you may ask yourself, how do I work this? And you may ask yourself, automobile and you may tell yourself this is not my beautiful house and you may tell yourself this is not my beautiful wife Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. 
2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana Avocado Toast, Chicken Avocado Omelette, and any of Sunny Side Up's healthy, tasty lunch choices. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like.com. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Five five zero four nine nine four. All right, time to put things together, and we start with the weather. Slight chance of rain throughout the night, 94 degrees right now at the Rock of Talk. All right, it's kind of interesting to watch the maps work. We told you about an accident last time. Uh, this is going to be Paseo del Norte. It's westbound right at the river. And at that point, everything backed up to 2nd Street. It is, like I had suggested, probably going to back up to I-25. That's where you're pumping the brakes now. But look at all the people that said, you know what, I heard the guy on the radio. I'm going up on up to Alameda. All right, a little busy on 2nd Street, about halfway up. But once you get on Alameda, thumbs up all the way into Rio Rancho. Stick with your plan there. Alameda is the way into the west side tonight. All right, I uh, also told you about an accident on I-40 on the eastbound side right past the big guy. While that is being moved over to the right shoulder, we're moving slow all the way back to 4th Street, and it's not much fun as you make the transitions from the I-25. All right, come on by Monte Cigar Shop. We're on uh, San Mateo just north of Comanche. What's your pleasure, the Macanudo, the Partagas? Maybe it is the, uh, oh gosh, La Gloria Cubana? Come on by. They've got 2,000 types of cigars, and they've got the largest humidor in the southwest. We're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, Monte Cigar Shop. Okay, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the rocket, huh? Ah! Uh-huh. 
pretty sick series, Akiva. I can't stop you guys. You guys are doing this all on your own. There's 1,954 signatures. I literally put a challenge to them and like, you can't tell us not to do that. You guys are going to bust through possibly 2,000 by the end of the show. Within one hour, you could be busting through 2,000 petition signatures right here. So uh, tell, <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. Keep going. I mean, then uh, reach one, teach one. Uh, tell every single person out there uh, to just find one more person and make it 4,000. You get to 2,000? I mean, people's heads are busting open tonight. Uh that figuratively, please, please don't. I can just see the Aragon advocates violence, uh, advocates busting heads open. Like, can you can you just see the misinformation? That's like one thousand nine hundred and fifty-five. There it is. So when my dad was born. So there you go. I mean, it's just uh, you know when Disneyland started. There you go. Let's get to uh, nineteen seventy-five. Is all I'm asking. But if you want to go ahead and make it a cool two thousand, no one's going to complain. Uh, hey, you really want to blow doors? Get 2021. How about that? 2021 for 2021, five days before the uh, mayoral ballots. And then we're going to blast out to everybody uh, via text and email, get you all back out there, and we'll say, reach one, teach one. Tell everybody to go to saveabq.com. That's uh, saveabq.com. I know we got Anonymous on on the line. I will get to her uh, momentarily. But here's what it is, folks. 100 hours, uh, 98 hours left. We need the last four days. Reach one, teach one. You sign it now. Just get one more person to sign. That means just tapping your best friend, spouse, or family member, letting them know, hey, let's save this city. Uh, please help me. Text, call, post. Get as many people as you can to sign on. Lockdown is coming. Murders are rising. Businesses are dying. Your politicians are lying while fighting over public money. Absolutely disgusting. Albuquerque is desperate. By this time next week, you may be left with only two. Uh, we need 3,000, sir. So saveabq.com. That's saveabq.com. One more time, saveabq.com. Or put Albuquerque first. Number one, abq.com. We got Anonymous on the line. She's got a bone to pick uh, with Berenson. Or maybe she just wants to help Berenson. I'm kind of unsure. Hey, we're all in this together. And it isn't very good. So it doesn't help anybody if someone knows a little bit more than somebody else. We just got to contribute to uh, the uh, the knowledge, uh, if you will. Anonymous, uh, let's pick it up from there. And Let's uh, rifle off some of the info. Doubt is at the ready, and then he'll engage you. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about uh, your drill down on the information where we're at. Okay. Um, first of all, are you familiar with the VAERS, the Vaccine Advent um, Reaction Site? Last three uh, days, I, yes, I am. And I've been. Uh, we talked about it yesterday and the day before because several people have texted it. V-A-E-R-S. Yes, I have all Right. Well, as of July 23rd, um, 11,940 people in the United States have died from this injection, and 618,648 have been injured, and 1,175 unborn babies have been have died in the womb following COVID-19 injections. Um, there's a can, you, can you repeat that, that number, please? All of them? No, just that last one. The, the last one, 1,175 unborn babies dead. This was through July 23rd, 2021. Okay. Uh, earlier today, I got a text uh, that was inbound. I have a small group of friends. I have a guy who is involved with uh, medical He's in and out of hospitals all day. Michael Yeadon was talking about damage, vaccine-induced autoimmune attack in children, uh, in childbearing age women. 
And uh, he's now talking about that. But I just uh, he says he's also listening. He said it sounds like the vaccine focuses on the uterus and has a similar protein formation that a female body needs for conception. So right, cystitin I think is is what it's attacking. Um, but the European has. Europe has a similar database. It doesn't cover all of Europe, but they're at 20,595 dead and 1.9 million have been injured, 50% serious. And there are criteria that you have to meet um, to be qualified as a serious injury from the injection. Um, so this is not only dangerous, um, we're killing people. Tucker Carlson um, was on about two months ago when the VAERS site was reporting a little over 4,000 dead. And he said that he reminded people that for the swine flu vaccine, they stopped it when I think it was either 53 or 58 people died. They stopped it. They you know, it was determined to be too dangerous. And Dr. Peter McCullough, who I follow yeah. fervently, has and said he, that... He's on a pan, a Pandemic War Room daily with, uh, right. yeah, with Steve Bannon. And he had said that, you know, basically the criteria for stopping a, a, a vaccine or an injection of this type would be no more than 150 deaths at most. I mean... They don't even let it go that far. And we're looking at 12,000 people in the United States who've died. Um, I suggest if people want to see real stories, they go to C-19 Vax Reactions. That's the one. Uh, stop for a second, Anonymous. Uh, Dal, that's the one that somebody else texted in yesterday, uh, saying the exact same thing. Uh, uh, can you read that one more time slowly for everybody to pick up on and then down? Go ahead. C-19 VaxReactions.com. Okay. Yep. And it was started by a former NFL um, player who was retired, and his wife suffered a very serious adverse reaction. And, it, I mean, I, I go on it every day and cry <laughs> because... You can't get to it uh, by Google, just FYI. No, but. you have through Brave and DuckDuckGo. Yeah, there is zero chance uh, for using Google to it. I only have a Google browser, so it's totally blocked on Google. Right, right. You have to, I, every, I, I've, I, you know, isolated about six sites. Like I said, I've been at this since January, um, and I spend at least 40, 50 hours a week researching all of this because I want to know the truth. And there are six sites that I use regularly, and you can't get them through Google, absolutely not. Um, but once, I don't know if you want me to say the one site that I have the most trust in and I'm learning the most I information. I want you to say whatever you want. Just share the information. We, we're learning, so okay. just go ahead. Um, I go to um, redvoicemedia.com, redvoicemedia.com, and I go to the stewpeters.tv. Stu Peters does a show Every day, this man is on fire. He's amazing. He's out of Minneapolis. He has a doctor who comes on um, regularly. Uh, her name is Dr. Jane Ruby, R-U-B-Y. Um, she's amazing. Um, today, they gave she gave some really staggering statistics. Um, you know, they rolled it out for the 
injection for 12 to 17 year olds and she said the latest the latest data that is coming through they've done 75,000 injections of 12 to 17 year olds and uh, how many again I didn't get the number let me 75,000 75,000 okay um and the latest data shows that 863 have suffered serious adverse reactions. There have been 14 deaths of 12 to 17 year olds. 40 percent. What, what's the vaccination? Uh, what, what's the vaccination again? The um, injection. The injection. We're just <laughs> 75,000 have been injected. Oh, of what? Again, be more specific. Injected with with. The, the COVID-19 injection gene okay. therapy. Okay. Okay. So the gene therapy, uh, J&J, Moderna. Well, know. they didn't, she didn't separate didn't out separate. which one it was. Okay. She okay. just said 75,000, 12 to 17 year olds. Cause they've just rolled this out, you know, pretty recently. So this is so, a 1.1% uh, death rates is what, what we have. Yeah. So the data is just now filtering in because the 12 to 17 year olds haven't you know, they just rolled that out pretty recently. And she reported that from the data that 863 of those suffered serious adverse reactions 1. and there were 14 okay. deaths. And she said 40% have myocarditis and 41% of that number have ongoing serious chest pain. We're talking kids. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, we're talking kids. Yeah. So, um, what what else you what else do you have there? And Dowd, I want you to jump back in here. Anonymous, well, the, it, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. The other big thing um, they said today at uh, Stu Peters, he's amazing. Um, there were 40 uh, global institutions that put in FOIA international FOIA requests um, because they wanted the information about locating the isolation of the COVID virus. And, um, but, but you know as well as I do, uh, and I'm going to ask you just to kind of quiz you to, to keep you uh, honest on this, not that we don't trust what you're saying. You obviously know what you're talking about. But in order to create their quote-unquote gene therapy, <laughs> they call it a vaccine. That's why I put it in quotes. Tell me what portion of COVID-19 they isolated to create their gene therapy. What They didn't. 30, they, 30 to 40 parts generally to create a vaccine. They have to create 30 to, they have to capture 30 to 40,000 parts of that virus. They did not do that. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, chimerically engineered. Um, the CDC themselves through this FOIA information admitted they made a digital virus using, um, 30,000 based pairs of sample of DNA sequences. So an extrapolation basically. Yes, okay, exactly. All right. Anonymous, um, we got to pick up and run. I need to give four four minutes uh, here to Dowd because uh, Dowd has a lot of things. He thought that you mischaracterized Alex Berenson. And I think in all fairness, we're on the same team. We're trying to disprove what's happening. So let's just kind of keep it there. Dowd, go ahead. No, I was just going to defend Alex Berenson. Uh, he, I, as I understood it, the caller was saying he doesn't acknowledge that it's not safe and not effective. Uh, the interview yesterday, he referenced myocarditis a lot. Uh, he talked about the studies in Israel. Uh, that's the, the enlargement of the heart muscle and apparently... Uh, that stat he used was one out of 3,000 teenagers were having this problem, whereas it's not, COVID is not killing teenagers. So why take the, why take the shot if it's going to cause myocarditis, even yeah. though one in 3,000 sounds small, but compared to zero, one in 3,000 is, is kind of high. And in terms of not effective, his, he's making a much more subtle argument. Um, he's saying that the, he's saying that it is effective 
in the initial months and it's fading out. And he's seeing we're starting to see that in the UK and Israel because they vaxxed much quicker. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm putting vax in air quotes so everybody stays happy. They were much more aggressive and they've got a much bigger portion of their population. So he's saying it's, it's, it's starting to fade out. Now we're hearing about third, fourth, fifth booster shots. And the point he made on the Clay and Buck show was nobody knows the effect. We still don't know the long-term effects of taking the shot, period. But we sure as hell don't know the long-term effects of taking third, fourth, and fifth booster shots. Uh, and he also was very damning to the public health officials, saying basically you're going out and serving this flax for Big Pharma, and Big Pharma is the one that's going to ultimately benefit from the, the never booster shot. So uh, I would not say that is a, is a shill for the, for the Fauci. Start, he needs to start saying how many people are dead. And only Tucker Carlson has has done that at one point. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, the, the deaths I, I, are. Yeah. yeah you know, the deaths are tough. The Vera system is a voluntary reporting system. It, it says itself. You know, be. You know, uh, the. I think it's uh, the quote says something like uh, may contain information that is incomplete, inaccurate, coincidental, or unverifiable. To me, Eddie, the death figures. The only way you're ever really going to show all these deaths to me is two things primarily. School attendance records, and there are a lot of states where kids are allowed to, are, are allowed to go to school, <laughs> not not in deep blue states, and then obituaries. I'd love to have a research team for the next two years pouring over uh, school attendance records and obituaries to see if there was any sort of spike, because oh, we're, we're hearing a lot of anecdotes. I read, I read an obituary about an Italian that, teenager. That's an anecdote, today. ma'am. That's not research. That's yeah, an anecdote. And, and I'm talking I, about research. Well, your story is not research. Your story is an anecdote. So... You know, if you had a team where you could put together what were, you know, a year prior to COVID, what was the attendance record? A year prior to COVID, how many teen, you know, how many kids aged between this and this were dying? And we can compare one to the other because when I, I'm sorry, but I just don't, people, you know, making all these wild claims about tens of thousands of dead. Uh, and they, and they're, they're citing, they're citing nowhere near tens of thousands of examples. They're citing a few examples and they're sort of blowing these numbers up. Well, it's the same, it's the same it, argument. It's an extrapolation. We can't exactly, rely on that. Exactly. Uh, well, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me jump in here and let me wrap this up because our listeners need to have a, a takeaway here rather than an argument between two people, uh, which you guys are on the same side. It's a matter of style. Uh, what happens? I ain't when, taking the shot. Yeah, exactly. I ain't taking well, it. you don't. You don't need to. Uh, but on the other, the, the flip side of things, the way that we talk about things is also very important. But we also not, you know, we also must not create confirmation bias. One of the things that's happening in talk radio, and one of the things that's happening in, and you heard Ann Coulter talk about this just the other day, is there's a whole lot of followers. Followers are everywhere. Okay. And they repeat everything that they hear everywhere else. And then they run with it and they create a show. And they're like, oh, join my podcast, sign up for my newsletter, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, they're not thinkers. Okay. There's very few thinkers. Uh, I hate to, you know, tell you, but doubt and I actually are original thinkers. We're our own people. And what you have right now is you have a lot of people who are parroting what they're hearing everywhere else because they're very quick to, you know, create some, some level of business uh, for themselves. So we got to be careful with that. And I think that, that that's important. The other thing is we got to avoid confirmation bias at every turn. Don't go looking and creating the data set and making statements uh, that are affirming what people want to believe. It has to be what is because that's exactly what the Fauciites did. Mm -hmm. The Fauciites got themselves into this process where like, we're looking for that. We, we found it. And if we didn't find it, we're going to make up the data to chase uh, our confirmation, which is exactly what the blue states are doing. They're literally going out there and they're creating uh, the reality, quote unquote, reality for Fauci so that he can continue to uh, keep us on lockdown. So just a, a little bit of information. Anonymous, I appreciate you very much for turning us on to your data. I'm glad we were able to give you the time here on this uh, 
Friday. I think some of the best information uh, comes from people like you who are out there, you know, really passionate, which I can tell you are, and who really care and uh, who are really uh, drilling down. But uh, I think we'll definitely have you on again, if you don't mind, and maybe check in next week for some more information, uh, because the thing that we need more than anything is the data analysis experience on what's going on. We're not getting news media here locally. Exactly. Well, Eddie, uh, thank you, ma'am. An example that I think of your uh, warning on confirmation bias, which is so uh, important, and as a researcher for 29 years, I I, I know my own bias, and I try to challenge myself. If you had told me a week ago, before I had heard the Alex Berenson information, that, uh, you know, Who's 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 in the hospital in Israel? I would say well, that's probably the unvaccinated. I mean, I'm I, I'm not going to get vaccinated, but it's you know the vaccination does seem to have some efficacy, and and I'm sure it's much more uh, unvaccinated than, than vaccinated people. I'm looking live right now at the Israeli reporting system. I managed to flick a button and get it translated from from Hebrew to English because my Hebrew is a little fuzzy. Went to a Jewish college, but uh, never really picked up too much of uh, the tribe's language there. This is unbelievable. I have active number of patients right now. Unbelievable. They rank them by partially vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and unvaccinated. Okay, so they know. Three right. categories. Yeah. Okay. If you add together the partially vaccinated and the fully vaccinated, they outnumber the number of people who are unvaccinated who are in the hospital right now. That's confirming this is the, the country itself, the federal government reporting this data. We have a hard um, number. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, unvaccinated people uh, in hospital right now in Israel, it's 668. Uh, that's a function of population, so it's uh, at a rate of 100,000 population. Fully vaccinated people in Israel in hospital, 387 people hospitalized, and partially vaccinated, 287. So you add up the fully vaccinated, the partially vaccinated, and they slightly outnumber the unvaccinated. How, how can that be if the vaccination cures everything? <laughs> you know, and that's why I think Barron's work is yeah. is so important. It's not their narrative doesn't add up it hasn't added up for a long time ladies and gentlemen and uh uh well i'll put the link here in in the show notes tonight you can look at the data itself literally the number of people hospitalized in israel right now the number of fully vaccinated and partially vaccinated people outnumber the number of unvaccinated let me put a finer point on this (laughs) let me let me just do it by making just let me oversimplify okay see if i were talking to the people of israel this is for the currently hospitalized, correct? Yep. <laughs> Active patients. <laughs> you the premier. I don't even know what it is. You know, the head of Israel. Uh, people of Israel, it does not matter whether or not you are vaccinated. You have the same chance of coming down with COVID and the new COVID variant. It's not looking- that is the statement. Do you know why? Because 674 uh, people who are either fully or partially vaccinated are hospitalized, and 668 people who are unvaccinated are also hospitalized, so it makes no difference. And then you just split it right up and down the middle. There it is. It doesn't matter. So uh, don't get your vaccinations. Do get your vaccinations. It's your choice. If you decide you want to do it, but it's going to have no bearing on whether or not you're hospitalized in in Israeli hospitals. That's the oversimplification. That's the takeaway. (laughs) You don't have to say anything. Maybe the germ has its own agenda and doesn't care what Fauci yeah, thinks about anything and doesn't care what Big Pharma thinks about anything. Or maybe the, the vaccination or, the, excuse me, the gene therapy has nothing to do with doing anything at all, right? which is what I think. It it's doesn't like, do anything at all. Or, or as Berenson is saying, it fades out after two months. I so, have equal chances of being hospitalized in an Israeli hospital, regardless of whether or not I'm vaccinated. Well, what scares me is his point about, we don't know. So everybody's going to slide comfortably into this, oh, it's a booster shot every six months. 
okay, what does that mean moving forward? I, I plan on living for another 40 or 50 years. What's, what's that going to mean for me if I have to get a, a stupid booster every six? Oh, we don't know. Just trust, you know, trust, trust Fauci. Well, the other thing, too, is that it's having a conversation, you know, people is like, oh, well, it's okay. We just have to wear masks. It's not a shutdown. I'm like, what? Are you insane? Tell your children I, I, like, that. Please stop. Yeah, please stop with, and, and, you know, giving one inch, one step. They're coming to shut you down. You start putting on the mask, do everything they, uh, they tell you, okay? Because they told you the masks were good. They told you the masks were bad. They told you it, it changes all the time depending upon what they want to do. This isn't healthcare information. This is getting to get you to follow the bouncing ball. Yep. And they love the level of control for what they need to do. That, that's really what this so is. So this is creating it's a reality uh, that they want to impose on us. And if you exclude any dissent because the major media platforms won't allow dissent, they have taken something out of their mind and they've mind and they've manifested a real reality and folks you got to do your homework you i'm know? so bored with this uh, re- ridiculous uh, banter that comes out of our state government and the, the anticipatory uh, popular response to this um I, I gotta say you guys have been punished for literally doing nothing for doing nothing uh 550 500 folks we're at 1963 1,963, uh, by the end of the, I'll, I'll go all the way till seven. Uh, if you guys want to, you're definitely going to get 1975, no doubt. 1,975. If you guys want to try and get to 2,000 by the end of the broadcast, reach one, teach one. Uh, I'm not, Rudy, are you helping over there at uh, Monty's? What's going on? I mean, this is an unbelievable number of people have come in. Well, I've got to tell you, I think a lot of people, yes, there are people here that are signing up, but I think what's happening is this show is so compelling today. People recognize that there's so much that we can do in this city that they're just saying, you know what, I'm going for it. I hear the guy on the radio, I'm going to save ABQ.com. I'm going to get on this, uh, I'm going to get him on that ballot. That's good. You want to do uh, weather and traffic? Last one, then you can uh, call it a day. How about that? All right, yeah, and we have and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Scattered showers throughout Albuquerque right now. It looks like that's the story through the rest of the night. But still, the temperatures are very nice. 93 degrees in Rio Rancho, 94 at the Rock of Talk. Uh, in the South Valley, a little bit tough on bridge as you make your way from Foothill Boulevard over to about Atrisco. Uh, you'll also find that accident on I-25. I was telling you about eastbound. I'm sorry, I-40. I-40 eastbound right uh, past the big eye. While that still works, they're trying to get it over to the right shoulder. It's uh, making it a kind of tight squeeze from 2nd Street. And again, they're still working the accident on Paseo del Norte at westbound right at the river. That's got you slow coming away from uh, the I-25. All right, we are at Monte Cigar Shop. While they're closing now, they're open all weekend long. you got to come to this, see this, this humidor and pick your favorite cigar. Macanudo, maybe it's the Partagas, maybe it's the uh, Cohiba. Well, come on in. They've got 2,000 types of cigars, and they've got a blend of prices that you won't believe. Incredible Monte Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just uh, north of Comanche. All right, with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock and Talk. Oh, my God. 
Save Your City by Radio 4 from their uh, uh, album Gotham. Back in the day, post-punk. Uh, great band, by the way. Not very many people know about them, but I do, and that's what matters. And now you're getting them. Save Your City from Radio 4. Listen. Uh, that is so good. All right, good conversations here this afternoon. And uh, you guys are Saving Your City. 1,964 petitions uh, RN, uh, 36 uh, to the top of the hour in 2000. Can you, I mean, will you, it's, it's up to you. I just said 1,975, but can you get to 2,000 by the end of today's broadcast at 7 p.m.? I think uh, the texts are coming in. There's people out there working feverishly, uh, and they're doing everything. Eddie, uh, let me let me play this first. I'm, I'm so excited, Dad. I don't even know what to do. Uh, this is really <laughs> very giddy on the other side of the I left. am today. I am. I was just because you see all this stuff and you just can't believe what people in Albuquerque are doing. I, honestly, I think we could get to 4,000. Wow. I really think a, an email, text message, just staying on that campaign, tell everybody to reach one more and teach one more to do it. So we've got uh, 90, 96 hours left, right? That'd be 90, yeah, 2440, <laughs> 96. So at 5 p.m., so that would put us at uh, 95 hours left. And we are, at this point, uh, 1,964. And I'll show you. I'll, I'll put it right there. Uh, we are 65.4% of the way. 65.4% of the way. That, that's amazing. And you're not even promising tote bags. No, I'm not <laughs> promising uh, anything. Yeah, 2,000. <laughs> let's see. Of course, you know that that's 66.66. Um, someone's going to have a. Oh, numbers, numbers. So it's 95 hours left. We need help in the last four days. Reach one, teach one. Let's save ABQ. Awesome. Let's save this great city. You signed. Now get just one more to sign. That means just tapping your best friend, spouse, member, and letting them know, hey, let's save this city. Please help me. Text, call, post. Get as many people as you can to sign on. Lockdown is coming. Murders are rising. Businesses are dying. Your politicians are lying. While fighting over public money, they want that six hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars. Absolutely disgusting. I have a whole plan to raise uh, money. By the way, it's going to be pretty amazing. We are desperate here in Albuquerque. By this time next week, you may be left looking at two choices: who are fighting with each other for mayor, Keller and Gonzalez, who have been in or in control of Albuquerque. Manny Gonzalez for the last ten years as sheriff, and Tim Keller for the last four years. Does anyone care about our city? I do. Save your city. Save my city. Um, 11th generation New Mexican. Love this place, and uh, I want it to get better. Eddie, is, it, I, is it not too late for a visit from uh, Reverend Jackson? Because I really think if you brought him out and he got him to say, "Your politicians are lying, the businesses are dying, and murders are rising," I think. I think do you want me, do you want me to do that? Should yeah, I do an yeah, impression? Yeah, there? Is, that, is that what you're I, looking for? Hey, you know, you Jesse, still, Jesse's a great American. You still want to keep the, the talk radio rock of talk? 
Well, we made everybody <laughs> else uh, angry. Let's make, just, uh, let's make Jesse. There we go. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Text, call, and post, and get as many people as you can to sign on. Lockdown is coming. Murders are rising. Businesses are dying. Your politicians are lying. We're we'll fighting go. over public money. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Is that, what, is that what you're looking hey, for? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, hey, whatever. That old school uh, oh, politicking there. Yeah. Hey, guys, I think I missed most of the recording that you ran last Friday at this time. I was hoping I could get the full interview. Oh, I bet you, I bet you do. I bet you wanted the entire interview from last Friday, didn't you? Even went to the Santa Fe newspaper and wrote about it. Like, the Republican Party's so mad, like, their officers are leaking with some of the biggest. By the way, if you hate Eddie Aragon, I don't even need to address this. I just said, um, go to www.ihateeddiearagon.com. Like me, uh, if you see anything on on the uh, on Facebook or Twitter or anything, just just type that in and just leave it right there. That's all you have to do. Leave it all right there. Eddie, I'm telling everybody I know I believe in you. Thank you. That's really nice. Uh, people ask me, Eddie, uh, did you get the shot? I said no, and then I asked them, uh, did you get the shot? They said yes because I care about people. <laughs> yeah, the virtue signalers, I love them. Like I, I do. I care about people. In this in this home, what is it? Oh, Where's the same every day, <laughs> How is every uh, home has no this? person is illegal. Yes, women's rights are human rights. Mm. Black lives matter. Mm. We trust the science. Oh, oh God! <laughs> Does it say we trust the science yeah. on that side? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's well, let's one. go over there and talk to them about the science. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Politicians are lying. People people are dying. Uh, Eddie and I and Richard say, I care more about people because I'm telling them this experimental shot gene therapy. Thank you. You guys are just so great. Going to get them sick and probably kill them. I think it's safe for Michelle Lujan Grisham to blame exclusively me. I want her to just blame me for the people who are not getting vaccinated. I'm like, oh, so the uh, less than 50% of the people, like, you know, 51% of the people who aren't getting uh, fully vaccinated in Mexico, you blame me. Hmm, maybe we should go ahead and have a Republican run for governor. Because apparently they don't believe you. Next Zozobra will all write Eddie Aragon on pieces of paper. He's our single. We, we will put all of the oh. sins of New Mexico on one hand. <laughs> I hate EddieAragon.com. Uh, so people like you and Dow and some of my family who did not get the shot care more about people than the people that are getting the shot in my book. That's the way I see it. I, I, I care about your freedom and your decision to do with you what you want to do with your life. Please bring my corpse to me, the person I have killed by not getting the shot. If, if you can do that and make, make a causal connection, uh, shot, but I, I don't think I'll have any takers on that. This just coming in, a new poll, majority, it is inappropriate for public figures to criticize the unvaccinated. Ooh. I agree with that one. Um, <laughs> O.J. Simpson is telling people to get your shot, <laughs> and someone said, why is this MF... Always trying to stab somebody. <laughs> <laughs> OJ's knife, uh, for the record, ladies and gentlemen, pre uh, pre order available at Amazon. OJ's knife <laughs> by uh, John Gibson, I believe. Oh, uh, John Gibson was great. Uh, John Gibson texted me last night a very funny video. Uh, it was very very funny. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna have to, I think, dump one part of it, a, sh- a short part, but you're gonna get the gist of it. It's so funny. Uh, he was texting me last night. I was like. Hmm, I wonder if he's uh, having a bourbon and enjoying it. Well, he should be. Had a, you know, great run and talk talk radio for a long time. Enjoy your life. Uh, this, that's the people I really worry about. The people who are over 70 that are scared to death, that used to trust their TV. I feel like playing network right now, too. I, I watched network for like the second time ever. 
That film is incredible. It's, it's a master. Everything. It's a masterpiece. It is, absolutely. And Faye Dunaway, well, she's kind of amazing in that movie. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Eddie, it's so nice of you to provide a toilet for your detractors at <laughs> IHateEddieAragon.com. Yes, I thought that was very nice. Jesus loved the people who hate him. Forgive them. They know not what they do. Truly, they don't. I don't have to worry about it. I told you I have a really thick skin. Eddie, I sent 15. Okay, if they require masks, no business will not support masks. BS. Mm -hmm. I got a text early from Pet Food Gone Wild, then I didn't get anything else. So, Susanna, if you're out there, please send me what you statement you're going to do so I can help you guys. Great lady. What you're doing. She's very nice. I awesome really, lady. I really like Susanna. You know, I mean, when you get fined that much, you're putting your heart out there, you care. I mean, just... It's just good, decent people. Yeah. Um, okay, Murder Mike just texted, and I'll get to that in a sec. Uh, the people in masks have gone insane. I saw a young guy drive around with a mask in his SUV, driving around with his windows open. The best one yet is a couple on a motorcycle, both wearing masks. But no <laughs> oh, well, then. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh. oh, that's the best. That is the absolute Bad. Saw a young guy pull into the apartment complex last night. I was out walking with my old man weights and young guy, healthy guy, stupid mask on in a car alone. I just don't get it. Maybe he's doing it for the criminal that might steal his car later. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to infect him. You know, okay. uh, Ben Shapiro, I had to shut him off because uh, this, uh, uh, I'll tell you later. Uh, Eddie, I'd like to hear her. Okay. I put her on. I believe that was anonymous, right? I did pretty good with that. Uh, Jane, okay. Please ask people to, I'm not going to read someone's name because you know who they are. Okay. So if someone wants to come on the radio station anonymously, I am going to reserve that. I don't care if they hate it at Aragon.com or whatever it is. I, I am going to preserve that. So just so you know, I, and if I feel like I need to out them at some point, I can, but people, this is a small town. I know, you know, you heard the voice of somebody that person, I'm, if they want to rename, remain anonymous, they will. Uh, Eddie, please ask uh, people to look at the Ash experiment. Demonstrated the public willingness to conform to authority. The Milgram experiment demonstrates the ability to the public to administer pain or kill as long as they were not responsible. That's right. Delegate authority to the people who are ultimately making the decision. -making. Eric Texton, New Mexico Space Industry Experiences post-Branson boom. <laughs> sure. sure. What, what boom? Why are they asking... For money, then, if they experience a boom. Uh, let's see. I need Bodo. He's awake. Well, thanks for the information. Uh, uh, oh, wow. You guys are great. You guys are just sending me your confirmation. <laughs> can you, uh, when you ask people to go to the website, can you just tell, can you just not tell them the way that Michelle Lujan Grisham tells you to put your mask on and blames you? I'm just asking. Okay. Just, I realize you mean well and all that. I love it. I, I feel your passion. I love that more than anything. But you know what? I, it's like I tell my kids all the time, right? Uh, manners will get you everywhere in life. Please. Thank you. Yeah. Being polite. Uh, and let's do that. Let's ask. And if they ask us, they'll say, well, don't you know who Eddie Aragon is? Oh, I can't believe you don't know. I'm a good uh, they can Google me and at the information's there and they can do whatever they want. But let's be nice. Let's be way better than the Democrats. Let's be nice, polite, and and civil. And I've never, let's get never what told we you want. my Lee County Sheriff's uh, story. No. Uh, I was in, working in an office when Rona hit and uh, Stephanie Lord, believe it or not, had an all-day seminar for citizens She's and, and, and uh, law enforcement officials. 
uh, examining the red flag law. And yeah. I was over at this office at the time and whole bunch, you know, I don't remember seeing many Gonzalez there, whole lot of sheriffs and their deputies, you know, top of top deputies came to Albuquerque and most of them, you know, rural counties. And we're not talking to guys like Manny Gonzalez, let's be frank. And, uh, I, my office was near a door that would go out into a hallway where you could go use the restroom. And some, there was a sign there showing how you could get into the restroom and everything. And the guy came back at, came asking me, you know, do you have to push this and then this, or I'm having a big problem with this. And, and I, I explained it to him and he kind of snorted and he said, uh, well, you're going to make it a lot easier. And he stomped off and he was a guy from down in the Southeast corner down by Texas. And I said, there's no way that guy doesn't come back out of that hallway and come back past my office and apologize for what he, for tre- treating me that way. A few minutes later, came right back, said, I'm sorry, I'm frustrated. And we drove all day. And, and I just, I knew, I knew the guy was yeah. law enforcement yeah. and yeah. military, probably military background. I was like, there is no way that human being from Southeast New Mexico, which is almost part of Texas, is going to be snooty. Like, I'm from the Northeast. We're snarky and snooty all the time. There's no way that guy's going to pass my door and not apologize. And it's exactly what he did. Yeah. And one of the reasons I like living out West. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That's, yeah, uh, that's silly, but I really think it reveals a lot. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, just look at the manners of, uh, you know, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, Mayor Barry, Richard Barry, uh, Susanna Martinez. I mean, they showed absolutely no class whatsoever. When the president of the United States comes to visit your state, your city, and they come here, you greet them, whether you like them or not. That's called statesmanship and diplomacy. Uh, you fight them hard, but still showing up isn't an affirmation of every policy or any policy, for that matter. It's simply just letting people know that despite our differences, you can get along. I thought that was some of the most despicable behavior the first time that Mayor Barry didn't greet Donald Trump. The second time around, Susanna Martinez uh, didn't do it. Or the first time around, she didn't do it. Second time around, you know, uh, Richard Barry didn't do it. I mean, that's the kind of disgusting behavior that we have uh, come to expect from our politicians. And now you see Michelle Lujan Grisham. She won't even interface with any of the media whatsoever. She's constantly, you know, bothered and self-victimized that everyone that does everything it, uh, around here is wrong. She's the only one who's right. And if you disagree with her, she's going to deal with you. And yep. needless to say, look at what's happened within her leadership. Uh, 24 different cabinet members now gone. Goners. And, because- and, and Larry, Barron, Larry Barron's question coming up on a year and a half now that nobody has asked her. Governor, when was last time you sat down with some of your constituents and solicited their feedback? No. I, I guarantee you it hasn't happened. And, and the announcing you're going to run for re-election with all your hack supporters gathered about you that doesn't count (laughs) she hasn't had one campaign event uh since that time i mean there is just there is no oh no she was in taos she was in taos surrounded by there was an event in taos surrounded by sycophants yeah there was Was she she cheerleading was she marching was she um you know in a uh parade or something right right everything fair or something where where anybody could talk to her yeah Yeah, that's the well no that's generally what she does she just like goes out and 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 likes to to do that she likes to party i mean the so I guess the rumors about her being married July 2nd may not be true because somebody else oh. is now telling me that she's getting married at the end of the month. Oh, I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh, and Eddie, right I now care. I have been, I've been remiss for the listenership. I have not checked the last few weeks or the last few days on the democratic governors association. Have they called for now that the no. democratic attorney general of New yes. Mexico has released Cuomo. a very damning report on her fellow Democrat, Andrew uh, Cuomo. So I'm looking right now. Democratic the, the, Governors the Association. Cuomo sexuals, right? Yes. The Cuomo sexuals. We will uh, have a statement, she said. We will. We will be making a yeah. statement on that. 
Do you mind staying till seven today? Uh, I, I can do that. Out of oh, wow. That's you're so, well, I did ask Dowd. I said, uh, Dowd, let's replay this again. This is right before the, the show. This is, this is, this is Dowd, right? So anybody, <laughs> I said, Dowd, can you, can you just, what happened? The top story at the Democratic Governors Association is about Donald Trump. Then uh, the latest item is about Donald Trump. Spin, spin, spin. They can't let this yeah. guy go. No, he hasn't even done anything. Uh, so right before the show, I say, Dowd, Dowd, can, can you read this real quick? Right. Dowd, your response is? I said, is it for the show or is it for your campaign? <laughs> <laughs> so did Dowd read it? No, he didn't. <laughs> you read it to me and I listened. <laughs> but you didn't provide any feedback. That was it. So uh, Eddie and Dowd just added a new word to my vocabulary. Quaker. Quaker. Water. What? Did you say something? Quaker? Yeah, as in the judge is a quacker wadger. I don't know. It means a politician that is a puppet controlled by somebody else. Oh, I like it. Okay. I think it fits here for a governess. How many of our leaders were bribed by China? Wonton Grisham, will she mandate vote by mail again in 2022? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> Sir, are you aware of something called cancel culture? <laughs> Funny how we were raised not to be peer pressured and attacks taking experimental drugs. And now we're being pressured into taking experimental <laughs> drugs. That is a brilliant insight. Who would marry the Oompa Loompa? Um, let's see. I'll go. I'll go meet. I'll go meet Michelle Grisham all you want. We need a hundred cops. Two hundred cops. Eddie, listening to you. Okay, so this is for murder. Okay, oh, folks, you guys are thirty signatures away from reaching two thousand. I know you're waiting for that. Wow. Thirty in thirty-two minutes. Can you do it? I didn't. I told you we were going to get through 1975, no problem. Will you get to 2000 before the end of the show? I'll be honest. I will literally. I think I can. I can grab the timestamp to verify, and you can place it in. That's all you, not even me. That's just you guys deciding to do that. So, Murder Mike said, "Seen the show had ultrasound. Also, okay. I need to. We back on Monday and ready to go. For all you do and all your prayers, Murder Mike." He even calls himself Murder Mike now. He loves it. <laughs> I registered MurderMike.com. So. Hey, you got a couple of 80-year-olds in the Connecticut River Valley praying for you, Murder Mike. Uh, somebody my, wanted, my folks. Somebody wanted me to uh, play uh, We Built the City by Jeffrey. Also, uh, Ultimate Cheese, right? That's oh, yeah, with a traffic report in the song. Oh, <laughs> my Cody. What does he even say? My Cody plays the mamba and listens to the radio. Don't you remember? Uh, yeah, then he plays the mamba. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. How you doing today? Who's this? This is Patrick Benjamin Sice. What's up, Patrick? Uh, How are you? Not much, man. Just here uh, working the people. Oh, you, How about are you work? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you're uh, uh, Patrick. Uh, Matt. Uh, Patrick is a candidate. Uh, and he is uh, staying in the race. Uh, I believe is that correct. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. I'll be. Um, I mean, we talked. We talked about uh, working together. Um, you know, I I do want to work together, but you know, I just can't give up the dream. Uh, I talked to veterans. I, I, I talked to veterans all day, and this okay. is what. You know, I was gonna. You know, and I'm still backing you up. If you, you know, if you make the ballot, I'll be one hundred and. Ten percent behind you, Eddie. What I, is, I appreciate that. But, what what is it? What is but, what does that mean, though? What does it mean? One hundred ten percent behind me. Does it means that you're just you're you're not even going to be a writing candidate? 
or are you going to declare your candidacy or what? Well, I'll, I'll drop out as a writing candidate if, if you if you make the if you make the ballot. Oh, but okay. Well, but there you go. There you go. What do you need? But 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 mm-hmm. hold on. Let's do this. Sure. If you don't make the ballot, mm-hmm. I won't drop out. And you had conversations with me saying that because you have a radio station, you can do this and you can do that. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want the shoe to be returned on my side. Okay. And you guys back me up 100% with everything that I need. I understand that I would be a write-in candidate. It's going to be tough, tough, tough. But things happen. Miracles happen. There's always a first for everything. Um, and like I was saying, I was talking to veterans and veterans told me we went out there and we fought for this country. Mm-hmm. We fought for this country for our rights, our freedom. And I've been hearing you about the mask and our freedoms and our first amendments. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, you know, we're on the same page about all that. And when they told me that and they looked at me in the eye, you know, I was in front of about 150 people. Yeah. They told me, Mr. Sice. We understand what you're going through. We understand everything. But where he, we fought for you to have that opportunity to do it. So I can't, I can't just step down sure. like that, Eddie. I can't. Uh, it's hey, been two years in the making, man. I, am, really I am the last person to tell, suggest anybody. I'm, I, you know that. I'm, Dad would tell you that. Everybody that knows me would actually tell you that. All I'm talking about is what's attainable and what's real. And I think you made a request and I think that uh, there's nothing unreasonable about what you suggested or asked. And I think that that I appreciate you calling me on the radio station and, and talking to me about that because, you know, the thing is that with an election, let's just look at like a presidential election. This is a, a good, good example, right? A lot of, uh, you know, Democrat or Republican, they become like these one, two issue things and they're looking for say, sort of a seat at the table uh, for that they represent. They run on an two or three, right, Patrick? And yeah. you have something that you're passionate about. You've put in the work. You went and you gathered, I think, a little over a thousand signatures on, on this endeavor. You know, we promoted you. We tried to do everything that we could uh, to, to go and help you. And then the public financing uh, era came to, came to a close. But that doesn't change anything for the people that you represent, Patrick, uh, whatsoever that you've spoken to, that you spent time uh, with, and they need, you're an advocate on the, on their behalf. And I fully understand exactly what you're doing. So uh, sure. Absolutely. You know, I know not a lot of people don't like really know that because, you know, we get shut out, but you know, I did file a grievance on Manny also for, uh, yeah. uh, for fraudulent signatures. Sure. I would uh, ask, just ask you uh, just what, I don't want you to say anything more about what you're doing with your campaign in response to anybody else uh, for the sake of keeping everything sort of under wraps legally for you and for whatever grievance that you might have. So I don't want to jeopardize. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to jeopardize what you're doing at all. As far as that. No, that's what I just wanted to say, you know, because the news says about people, but there's one out there too. I'm not going to go into detail. But, sure. Uh, yeah, no. And this is, is out there. <laughs> yeah, a place. And to be quite honest, I mean, one of the things I'm very about is what's happening to the people here, Turkey, masking, oh, yeah. the vaccine, the shutdowns, the war on business, the crime rate. It's just like everything's going to shambles. And you've got two Democrats. And by the way, Patrick and I are both Republicans. Uh, you've got two Democrats who are literally warring with one another 
over public financing, calling each other names, all this other type of thing. And you literally have Republicans who are backing Manny and it makes no sense when, you know, they found, uh, and you know, all the judges have recused themselves over 40 signatures, uh, which have been forged, uh, or, you know, not compliant. And then, you know, the return is, Hey, let's just act just like they do when Manny has already committed uh, to the uh, publicly that he has more than a million dollars pegged for him. Well, if he had that, he wouldn't be looking for public financing. You Would you say that that's re- reasonable? Oh, that's uh, 100% reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just, you wouldn't be yeah, looking for public financing if you had access to a million dollars. It just doesn't make no sense, but, you know, that's, uh, that's the way it is. Patrick, I appreciate you calling in. What else? Anything else? Um, no. Um, like I said, you make the bond. We're there. Uh, okay. It's not expected back. Uh, you can, I'm also have shirts out there. It's make Albuquerque safe again. There we go. Uh, vote for Patrick Benjamin Sife as a write-in candidate. There you go. And All Eddie, right. Eddie, yes, sir. I got 100%. Let's go for it. Let's, Let's go it, for guys. it. I, I love this guy. <laughs> Let's go for it. Let's make Albuquerque safe again, guys. All right. That's great. Hey, Patrick, come back Thank in. You, Eddie. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. And see, just to let you know, I mean, I screen calls and people would be like, oh, look who called in. Eddie, I wonder how he's going to help. Hey, Eddie, to add the confusion about MLG conning the poor sap into marrying her, I heard from a reasonably reliable source that they got married in Hawaii last Christmas. <laughs> when did they, when? Who's getting married in what? Okay. It's like Runaway Bride, got right? Pictures? Uh, what was the, the Runaway Bride? Uh, wasn't that Julia Roberts, yeah, right? Uh, flinging that surgical blue mask off in 90-degree heat is the closest a man should get to what it must he'd like to suffer a bra all day. That is awesome. That is really good. Thank you. Um, let's see. My praise for Murder Mike and for all the rest of you. Best of luck for me. Thank you very much. Uh, Eddie, I dropped studies there as I see them. I shared the folder with both of you. And uh, Dowd, you got the link uh, in that. I know it's Dictionary Dave is calling in. Is that you, Dictionary Dave? Yes, correct. Definitely. All right. Can I put you on hold? Do you mind? Not a problem Okay. At all. I'll let you uh, wrap up the show. Okay. Because I got to give people an update. There are these this is this is crazy. Look at this. We are at uh, one thousand nine hundred and seventy seventy three. Oh, two two to yeah, go. Yeah, you guys got two to go to make my six forty five deadline, which you guys will definitely get. Yeah. See if you guys can make two thousand there by the top of the hour. So there you go. I think yeah, Rudy's gone. So well, uh, that's there. Um, there was something really fun. I think we need a little comic relief for Friday. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, all the seriousness, everyone's been, <laughs> I mean, people are stressed out, right? I mean, they're just, they just had too much at this point. They just, they can't handle it anymore. It's like, oh my, can we just have fun? Can someone just go crack a beer and go hit uh, balls at uh, the golf course or top golf or wherever you go or go watch the kids jump around the trampoline and just like breathe the air while we're still open. Like, I mean, everyone's looking for something else, right? At this point, just need some comic relief. Well, I'm about to make you laugh. I don't know that I've ever prefaced saying this. You know, I guess people say that I can be funny or am funny or things I say that are funny. Um, but they're here. I don't have to be funny. So I told you John Gibson sent me something funny. And so I'm going to play it. I do have to dump a portion of it. They do bleep out one poor part, and then I got uh, to. Someone's got to learn how to spell John Gibson. Probably the easiest name to spell in all of. Come on. 
But what what is it with Apple? Is it Apple scanning all my photos and mm-hmm. going? Is that what's is that what's going on? I can't get anything done nowadays. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, let's see if I can. My gosh, come on, Apple! Can't get half of what I need. All right, let me copy and paste. Dow, uh, give us the top five, if you would. Uh, yeah, top five. Night, uh, and you know, again, more and more of this uh, is about the Rona. We thought we were headed in our rearview window. Uh, this is from the Daily Blast, an email that can be delivered to your inbox at 4 a.m. You can sign up at uh, 4 a.m. every day, seven days a week. Sign up at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, number one, not Rona. Number one, uh, Burkanios want to know about the road diet. One mile stretch of East Central between Wantabo and Tramway is going on a road diet. Uh, these are the <laughs> central planners who hate cars, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. They want you walking. They want you on bicycles. And they call it a road diet. They remove lanes and they widen, they add lanes for bicycles and uh, it basically makes worse. It makes your commute slower. Uh, traffic improvement or, or Wait, infrastructure. Asking New Mexicans to go on a diet? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a road diet. They just hear the word diet. <laughs> What's the diet? Isn't that uh, some sort of political uh, assembly? Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> These people are, oh God, don't get me started. Uh, number two, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Uh, a, a good editorial in the New York Post saying that he's absolutely right to call out President Joe Biden for the hypocrisy. Biden is blaming yeah. Republican governors for the rise in the, the case-demic while basically the southern border with people who are surely many of them infected with various variants uh, coming across the border. And Joe Biden doesn't really care about that. Uh, number two, Ron, again, uh, a video from Rumble. i Rumble more and more. I might out of YouTube. I don't think I'll YouTube within another couple of weeks. I'll be completely done. Ron DeSantis, DeSantis why isn't CDC studying the effects of masking kindergartners for seven Maybe that's something that the CDC should look at, a humble suggestion. Uh, Florida's governor. Uh, uh, number four, I guess, is a really interesting uh, opinion. And, you know, we're getting into the, the weeds. This is regarding critical race theory. This was a case, a federal case in Texas. A Trump-appointed judge, ladies and gentlemen. One of the reasons I voted for Donald Trump's re-election in 2020. He put a lot of good people on the bench. Called out critical race theory. Uh, it wasn't a case necessarily about critical race theory, uh, but he called it out and uh, even... Uh, cited Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, uh, not be judged on the color of your skin by the content of your character. And he calls out the book How to Be an Anti-Racist by the race-hustling poverty pimp Ibram Kendi, a pretty loathsome guy. So Judge Ho, Judge James Ho, thank you for calling out critical race theory. And number five, it's kind of surprising for me, but we do have a lot of people here, veterans, uh, foreign policy people, uh, Department of Energy people interested in in defense and national security. And this was Pat Buchanan saying, let's not get drawn into a war with Iran. We have enough on our plate right now. We're trying to get the hell out of Afghanistan and Iraq after 20 years. And um, maybe it's not a good idea to start another war in the Middle East. So that was our, our top idea. five. No more wars. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't, this, this is so funny to me and for everybody that's seen or heard this or whatever. Um, and this is, this is kind of a, a spoof type thing, I think. I'm pretty sure that is. It's terribly funny. Uh, take a listen. Here's the, uh, you know, I told you stress and what could be worse than uh, being strapped on a plane when and people are freaking out these days, right? Everyone's losing their minds. Everyone is putting on masks, having to sit down, your camp there. Oh, we have a problem with somebody on the plane. Well, uh, here's, <laughs> here's what happened. Oh my gosh. 
causing sheer chaos in the air. And it got so bad that flight attendants had to duct tape the man to his seat. <laughs> Ever since masks were required on airplanes, flight attendants say that their work has become downright dangerous. Now, understand something. I'm a flight attendant. That means I attend the flights. Sometimes our job has us attending to crazy people. If you push us too far, you're going to have to attend this ass whooping. You see, because on this particular flight, I'm sitting in the jump seat, and I'm just looking at him like the damn fool. He's spitting and cussing and going crazy. I say, that's enough. I got up, and I walked over there. And by the way, this man smelled like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, four shots of Everclear alcohol, and regret. So I know something's about to go down. At this point, he's touching all over my co-worker's breast. And where he f***ed up at is when he touched my titties. Cause I okay, so I dumped that part, so that's <clears> done. Yeah, well, you know, I had to get to <clears> that part right there. Let me like, just let him mess. It's, this is so... Uh, I'm telling you... <laughs> right, let's go. Alfredo Rivera. Don't play that. So what I did is I took out the duct tape. I said... <clears throat> he got scared. Start stuttering. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. I said, yeah, we about mummify your ass now, boy. So we wrapped him up. Better than any Christmas present you ever see. He won't be coming on no more frontier flights at all. I That is the best. You got to see the guy. Uh, the clip apparently was so... filmed by Jason Bates, a performer who goes yeah. by the name The Real Spark, who often posts videos of himself performing as characters being interviewed by local news channels. So uh, not is... entirely on the level, but funny nonetheless. It is so funny. It's so good. And uh, just anyway, he's, he's got a lot of followers. Uh, so follow that guy. He smelled he... of regret. <laughs> Ever clear and regret. I mean, he, he that guy should be like in major movies. Oh yeah, I would watch that all yeah. day long. He could make Saturday Night Live funny again. Oh, oh. somebody could, somebody could. Anyway, I just had to. Uh, <laughs> I told you it was a spoof, but I just had to put it out there. Britney Spears has revealed on Instagram somewhat casually that she is now a Catholic and she now attends mass. Good for her. Okay. Hey, what? Hey, never too late. If it brings Whatever. meaning and purpose and makes you a better person, Whatever. I'm all for it. Taking the kids right now to Puerto to hit some balls. Hey, I could head on up there to go, go do that. Road diet, so increasing jaywalking on Central grows even more. Good point. Uh, at Save ABQ, it says that you can only sign a petition for one candidate per race or your vote will count. I want to sign for you, but I already signed for another candidate before you were running. Does this really mean I can't sign for you? Unfortunately, yes. There it is. Okay, so folks, let's see where we are. As of 6.45 p.m., Guys, we're just going to put this out there. Oh, yeah. 1,976. So you have 24 signatures to get by the top of the hour. And we'll see if Dave, uh, Dictionary Dave, we'll see if Dictionary Dave gets the, gets the job done. He's always got a, a pitch, right? Another commercial's coming. Okay. Another commercial. I can, I can feel it. Dictionary Dave. You are correct. How are you, sir? How are you this evening? Very well, thank you. Uh, everything has been going well. Uh, Mike is in our prayers. Thank you. All right. I've got this all written out, so if you can bear with me. we You've been yeah. bearing with us. I think you've been on hold for about 20 minutes. I'm not sure. Uh, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Oh, that's sweet. Go ahead. All right. 
not paid for by any candidate or candidate committee. This endorsement is provided by this caller at my own expense. Now, quick sound check. I knew he was. was that too much? No, I knew you were going to do that because you knew that I didn't like it that much. So that's just in your nature to do it, which I don't really mind because I expect it from Dictionary Dave. No, I think that's good. Go ahead. Uh, do you hear an echo in the background? Not at all. Hello, hello. Here, you're clear. Okay. Anyhow, this is kind of a an old Mel Blank thingy with uh, Bugs and the Butler. We've got. You're right. Bugs. Hey, Doc, where's Albuquerque? You're in it. You gotta be kidding me. This is a result of 80 plus years of Democrat style leadership. Huh? When were you here last? 1954. I just changed since then. Follow me to the Great Hall of Democrat Promises. Much has changed along the walls of the bins evidence of promised This guy's got to be nuts. All these bins are empty. I heard that. You are correct. However, the last bin contains something. Oh. I can't comprehend. That is one promise that the Democrat politicians did follow through on. How? Look at the Hall of Democrats behind you. Bugs. You got to kid me. There's nothing but skulls down there. The mayor decided we could vote on a project up or down. After it was completed. Say what? That's how they rammed it through. So how can residents save the city, let alone the state? Sign the petition. SaveABQ.com or the number one, ABQ.com. Listen, chorus. Do as I say. If you don't comply, I will take your rights away. Smoke your freaking dude. She needs you to be a stupid stooge. And there we go. Wow, bravo. Thank you for your uh, preparation. Uh, Hopefully that was uh, well received out there. I'm not really sure. We kept uh, after hours just for that. Worth everything. <laughs> he stayed right there. Yeah, the 54. Was that the last time we got this? Here we are. Pismo Beach and all the claims we can eat. What a way for a to travel. Underground. Hey, wait a minute. When is Pismo Beach inside a cave? I wonder. Uh, you know, I just think we should have turned left at Albuquerque. There's, uh, I think we turned left. As the joke is inside the joke, yeah. uh, quite a long time ago, and uh, I don't know, maybe there's a little bit of uh, programming, a lot of uh, texting coming in, uh, folks. I just want to tell you um, that you guys did it. You guys got there. Over 1,975. It's been a, a tremendous, uh, like I said, 
for one fourth of the time. Okay, if we would, this is say Monday to Monday, Friday. So this is day eleven of gathering signatures. No campaign in the history of mayor elections has ever gathered that number of signatures that quickly. None. And you did it. You're tired of the city. You're tired of what you've been seeing. You're literally just tired of what they've been doing to you. I know I am. I think uh, we should probably go out to, and I'm going to, you know, play the whole thing uh, because I want you to, um, I was literally in tears watching this and I don't even know why. I think maybe because it struck a chord, like it strikes a chord in every single person that's out there. And I think, you know, we're not trying to get ratings. We're not trying to increase it like Faye Dunaway. We're not looking for a 60 share or 70 share, although that that is a component. But I forget the name of the, uh, what's what's the main character? What's his name? Howard Beale. Howard Beale, um, you know, and he's coming in and he's just like this. He says he feels the energy just like moving right through him. There's no script in front of him. It's just him and the camera, and he's angry. And I think all of you are angry, and you want to do something about it. Other people have said, well, we've tried everything. as well throw Eddie Aragon up, the, up against the wall. I, I don't care way, one way or the other, if you want to do it. I can tell you that we will change what is happening here in the city, and I know that you can help me. So take a listen to the scene, and then when I come back, I'll give you the sort of a uh, final takeaway and what we're looking for, for those who have uh, stood around. We're at 1979. There you go. 1979 uh, here on uh, the petitions. Take a listen. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. Buys a nickel's worth. Buying bus chop. Keep us keep a gun under the... Punks are running wild in the street, and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. The air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toast TV and my steel-belted radios and anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many sessions is this going to happen? You've got to say, I know what to do. 
Well, we're going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell and say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. I mean, it's absolutely moving and gripping. And I'm even now I'm emotional just thinking about the level of helplessness that you have experienced during this time. And had to be channeled through Howard Beale during time and for him to feel every single nerve that you have been through for the last 17 months and it's about to be another 17 months and another 17 months. These are people who you chose to lead you. These are politicians who've made promises. They could restore business. They can do this, that, and the other. And ultimately, what they say is the only way. You have a life to live. You have choices to make. You have a family to raise. You have vacations to take. You have grandchildren to visit. You have outdoor events for your children. You have all of these things that all existed prior to January, February of 2020. And then the world completely and totally changed. And it was an election year. Well, we're no longer in an election year. This is literally your last chance, New Mexico. Not trying to be hyperbolic. I'm not your savior. Nobody is. Only you can really save yourselves. All politicians need to be held accountable. Democrats have just started embarking upon that. They want to let you know how responsible and how capable they are of holding on the reins for another 90 years here in the state of New Mexico, if you let them. We need a Republican that's going to get elected to governor of the state of New Mexico unless you first have a tremendous showing for mayor in the most populous city in the entire state. It's just like that. I waited till the very end. I waited for something to surface, someone to get behind. The Republican's solution is to, the Republican Party solution of Bernalillo County was to get behind a Democrat. They're in fighting at the most critical juncture this city and this state has ever experienced. Your children don't know whether or not they're going to go back to school or whether or not they're going to wear masks or whether or not they're going to have an actual livable life. High school, middle school, those poor elementary school kids, they're literally growing up with masks over their face. They're going to have the worst of it. We have no idea how that is going to stunt them, stunt them mentally, spiritually, etc. So I'm here to fight for you. I'm here because, well, no one else will step up, and I'm the only person who will step up. And I love this place. I love the state of New Mexico. It's not about me. It's about you. I'm living through all of this just as you have. And so I'm asking all of you just to save, save this city, please. We save the city, maybe we can save the rest of New Mexico. Get on the ballot, not guaranteeing this, that, or the other. What I am telling you is, you know where I stand, you know where I am, you know what we talk about every single day. Straight question will get a straight answer, just the way that it is, okay? I'm not a politician, I'm not interested in politicking, okay? You guys have been through enough of that. You don't want to hear about your politicians, you don't want to hear about your governor, your mayor, who's running for this and that and how... You know, what representative is stealing what from the coffers of the state of New Mexico? You don't want to hear about this. You've been bothered enough. You just want to live your life. And you thought New Mexico was going to be a pretty good place to do it. 
Turns out right now it's not. So let's make New Mexico, let's make Albuquerque better. We're four days away. I need your signatures. I want you to express how angry and upset you are about things by going to savebq.com and say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm done with this. This is it. I'm not putting up with this. I'm not, I'm, I'm not putting up with any more of the shenanigans here in the state. We can do better. 100 hours left to save the city and we're now 65% of the way there. Final numbers uh, down are, I'll pull them up very quickly as we round out the last minute uh, here of the show, just so we have an accurate count. Uh, 1979, that's where we stay. Okay, so let's see if we can get to, you know, 20, 2050. I hope to live to that. It would make me uh, all of 75. So I want to thank everybody for standing up for what is right, committing to fixing our city, making it a better place. We need help. We need a lot of petitions, probably a lot more than 3,000. Reach one, teach one. Let's save ABQ. You signed. Let's get one more person to sign. Tell everybody you know. Just reach one more person. Saveabq.com and tell them to, hey, reach one more person. Tap your best friend, spouse, family member, letting them know, hey, let's save the city. And then you can also text, call, and post. Get as many people as you possibly can. Start taking volunteers. If you want to go ahead and volunteer, text me directly. 550-5500. Good show tomorrow for the Liberty Ladies. Dowd, tremendous week. Please subscribe directly at rockoftalk.chat uh, as well. And we'll see you bright and early 4 p.m.